Why are some people more successful? Is it talent and determination, or did they recognize an opportunity? Discover a career that lets you help families reach their financial goals as you build lasting professional relationships, one with unlimited income potential, from Modern Woodman, a leading fraternal financial services provider. I'm Modern Woodman Regional Director Mina Mostofi. Call me at 916-706-0720 to learn more. Modern Woodman of America, touching lives, securing futures. All right, Sacramento, check this out. Now, you know the Oak Park Room Company is back, back, better than ever. Don't call it a comeback, though. They're under new management. Key, new management. And you know what's really good? They're having events. They're keeping it real. They're keeping it diverse. They're keeping it at Oak Park. And you know what else is really good? The food. The food, though. You're welcome, Sacramento. Now, if we get to talking about the beer, let me tell you something about the beer, though. They got some of the best beer in town. Why go far away? Go to Oak Park. Check them out. Show out. Support. We are Sacramento. Tell them we sent you. Peace. And welcome to the We Are Sacramento podcast. This is episode 31, and I'm here with... Boss Ass Mari. Your girl, Brittany Michelle. Y yo soy Mario Lopez. And uh, uh, yeah, so number 31. Hell yeah. Hey. 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 I'm so happy. Somebody told me the other day we are the most committed. Or I keep on saying this, but we're the we most are the committed. most committed. Yeah, right now. like that's crazy. Yeah. Shout out to us. And well, in our bubble, on what we do, we're entertainment. So not to be confused, we just do our thing. Yeah, um, I may forget the time, but I know I have a date with y'all every Monday. You forgot <laughs> the time. I was like, blood. Like we always just, here. So seven o'clock. You know, it's all. I mean, good. we've been ch- in your defense. We've been changing the time up a little bit recently. Yep, so we you did. know, it's all right. He was probably asleep having snacks on his no, chest. I work today. Oh, huh? Oh, damn. Yeah. Ooh. Working, man. Homeboys in Japan. Your mustache is looking very... Uh, uh, you like it? Yeah. yeah it was cool. like a, yeah. yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I told him he, he looks good. He looks yeah. good. Mine is not. I was waiting for somebody to see something. Mario, I love it. What about mine? What about mine? What about mine? Um, so I'll keep my rant pretty short. So, um, so y'all sorry, know that. Wait, really we'll quick see. before you start, Mario, I really like your mustache. Oh, man, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. I was like, sorry, I, I left you hanging. <laughs> no, I don't need that. I don't need validation at all. I'm just a boy. Um, so my rant's kind of pretty short. I actually like me. Um, so here's how it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan are gonna they don't want to be part of the royal family family whatever, like yeah. mm-hmm. like be at the upfront of things so a lot of people have been giving them shit right and so it's like the dude did like two tours in afghanistan like he was he, he served this country did a whole bunch of shit like most people won't do even most of us won't do but here's the the part of the rant it's where like we put so much pressure in the people that are up here like socially that i don't blame them for not even wanting to be a part of it and also how they've treated his, you know, princess, pretty much his woman, like how they treated her because of her descendancy. You know what I mean? And so it's like, like they, they saw like, um, they put together like all these, um, headlines, how they were very different from the other girl. What was the other lady's name? Uh, uh for, well, whatever one, the white one, uh, <laughs> that one, um, sure. how different it is. Yeah. And it's in the same subject. You know what I mean? So it's also very important to know, like, hey, we can't put so much pressure on these people to where we expect them to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Because if we really look for role models, we can't expect them to be perfect because... No one's perfect. Right. right. No one's perfect. And to expect perfection is just not realistic. So let's Absolutely. put, let's put you know, these parameters to be more realistic towards the people that we look up to because they're going to make mistakes just like we do. What we got to look at is the lessons that uh, the lessons that they've learned 
And then that's the way we should look at our role models. If they're going to make mistakes, let's look how they bounce back so we can bounce back like that instead of like, oh, they did this. I ain't fucking with them anymore. You know what I mean? Aren't they trying to say, though, he was connected somehow uh, to that Jeffrey Epstein guy? Something like that. But they had no, no, this is somebody else. You're talking about uh, the homeboy from uh, the older guy. I'm talking about the prince. The, the red-haired dude? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Him. Yeah, yeah. The, the, oh, he, Megan Markle. And, yes, okay. Yes. His yeah. wife is sorry, sorry, hella pretty. She's, She's hella gorgeous. Fun. Super oh gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, it's just, you know, just kind of, you know. like, okay, look at him. Right. Yeah, okay, man, man. Got, himself a, got himself a cool sister. Mm-hmm. Hey. <laughs> hey. So, I guess we're kind of on the same spectrum as, like, being famous. I don't yeah. think that I could ever be famous in my life only because of the freaking shit that they get it's too stressful you know like put aside like you getting you have cameras in your face 24 5 but like 24 5 yeah 24 7 you know I, I said so. 24 5 because like maybe they have that couple days where they don't nope. have the <laughs> they're on them every day <laughs> like what is yeah. this 24 is this 5 new kitchen well they're gonna they're gonna live in they're, 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 like, come on. we know what you're saying no what they're planning on living on 27 you guys would have been like what oh yeah sure but they're gonna plan to live in Canada, which is pretty weird too. So I looked into why they're gonna live in Canada. Mm-hmm. So apparently, there's other countries that still recognize the Queen of England as their queen, although it's not politically they don't have any any uh, say in what these countries do. But they're still recognized that way. So Australia is one of those countries that recognize still the Queen of England as their queen. Canada is another country that still recognizes them as their queen. Yeah. As their queen, wow. and if, another fun fact about her old self is that everyone oh. in England that's in the news or in the parliament or in um, in the royal family they are required that every time they travel they carry a black suit in case the queen dies because they are supposed to wear all black right. when she passes. Also another thing that's on the law is that England or the it's not oh, supposed shit. to. Yeah, it's weird stuff. I mean, that's pretty heavy. Right? Yeah, they're ready for her to die yeah, at all any time. time. That's like wow. that's so, that's heavy. They're like she, heavy. she passed. That. And then also, England has <laughs> right. been instructed. Queen, there. Queen. They have been instructed to not to not air anything funny when she passes for like two that's days so or something wrong. like that. I'm because like, everybody's yeah. supposed to be grieving. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, like I shit is serious. I can. I don't even talk to my mom. <laughs> like that that level of family ties right there, you can miss me with that bullshit. Like I can't can laugh tomorrow. With that shit. You can miss me with that shit. Like you're not gonna impress me like that, and I'm your cousin. Yeah. Like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like what if I want to laugh? I'm gonna go to jail. <laughs> Off with his head. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like on some other shit. Like but anyway. You're funny. So yeah, man. yeah supposedly that Megan chick, she's from or born in Canada or something too. Yeah. Pretty dope. But you know, oh, fun facts. So back to that also. So he doesn't want to be part of the royal activities or whatever, but yeah. he still wants the paycheck that comes from. Does the tax- he? No, yeah. they. Uh, no, they wanted to work. They, they uh, want to work. They want to work until they want the paycheck. Until they find ways to support themselves. That's oh, okay. Really? They've been serving that family oh, for yeah, years. Yeah, Hell yeah, they can. He can have Adam pay that back. What do they do? What, I have no one knows. And according, according <laughs> to no his brothers, they pay ninety five percent of yeah. his, his yeah, bills. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, he was in the military. That's enough. He served his country, and I'm a firm believer. If you served your country, you shouldn't even have to come back and work. To be honest with you, because dog are veterans, right? Because even after four years, right, they're still they can still call you back for another four. Years if they, we go on a war or something, just in, in case an, an event happens. You've met a young man who's yep. maybe early 30s that served in war, and you like, we've had the conversation yep. of 
like your first impressions and things yeah. because he has hardcore PTSD. I and wish I can add like, cause you know, my, my, I need to expand my mindset on that. Cause I'm totally, I'm going to just throw it out there. I'm totally the one that's like, well, you kind of signed up for, to be, to go to the army. I appreciate your services. I could never do it in my yeah. life, you know? And that me saying that does not bypass the, the situation of yeah. me, you know, appreciating what you're doing for our country. But I'm just like, man, like I didn't sign up for a reason. Yeah. At yeah. the same time, well, regardless of signing up, that doesn't mean you're prepared to see some of the things Absolutely. you see or do some of the things yeah. you Absolutely. have to do. So, yeah. but signing like, up, you know, that's a risk. Yeah, right. yeah, for sure. No, definitely. And but, I mean, that's that's why these 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 conversations are important because it's like there's nothing wrong with you saying that, and there's nothing wrong with with people's beliefs in the sense of like the way I look at it. And I'm very militant about how like. Like fuck this shit, but I also look at the middle ground, which is like fuck this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, if someone's gonna come back and have mental issues for the rest of their life, because even though no one signs up and goes, okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna see war, I'm gonna kill someone, and then I'm gonna come back all fucked up. That's not the thought process of a normal human being. His their thought process, oh, I'm gonna go because I need to get out of the situation I'm in. I'm poor, and that's why there'll never be a draft. Poverty is the new draft. Just think about it. Let that sink in. Say that one more time Uh, for the people people in the back. back. Poverty is the new draft. You know, most people want to get out of their situation. That's their thought process. They want to serve their country. They want to follow their their mom's, you know, Mm -hmm. their dad's, you know, footsteps or their family footsteps. So I go, look, if you serve your country and you serve it well and you do what you're supposed to do and, and you protect us. In whatever way they swing that, I mean, I mean, come back. You, if it was up to me, yeah, they wouldn't have to pay for shit. Just yeah. go to school, do your thing, become someone productive, give them the outlets to become someone. Because be, being in the military is like being incarcerated in a sense. Because it's hard for some of these guys and women to come back and deal with normal people like us. Right, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know what I mean. Absolutely. So that's the kind of like where I look at it. You know what I mean. That gray area that we all kind of live in. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah. That was the ran up today. It, it got deep and not so deep at some point. But yeah, it was good. <laughs> I like to say. But uh, always is. Up next, we got Boss Talk with Boss Ass Marty. Hey guys, it's me, Marty here. Hey, it's girl. Monday. Watch it. <laughs> so I was a little quiet because I was looking up the roles of the monarch or the monarchy of the royal family and whatnot, right? So, um, a king or a queen is head of the state. So mm-hmm. uh, the British monarchy is known as a constitutional monarchy. This means that while the so- the sovereign is a head of state, the ability to make and pass legislation resides with an elected parliament. Prime minister and all that, right? Yep, I guess. <laughs> no, I don't know. But yeah, I but they don't have it. They don't have any say or any way on any political stuff. Well, all right. Well, that's cool. I wish I was going to be the queen of a, so, you know, Sacramento. I want to be the king of Quetzaltepec in El Salvador. You know what I mean? Me too, man. Quetzalte, 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 tu abuela. Miles is going to be your, your little, like, you know, assistant. Like, your, your presidential like, assistant. He's running your campaign. He got you. Oh, no. That, we'd lose. Oh, yeah. We, we'd lose. we will lose. It would go down. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. Good all time. right. Good Scandal left and right. <laughs> you guys are funny. I so. believe that. Like, oh, I believe he that. Me. Like, I will take yeah, every bribe. I'll take you. every bribe. I don't give a shit. <laughs> You're a whole I'll get oh, asylum shit. in Russia. I don't Imagine care. that, man. 
Damn. Good times. Ah. All right, you guys. So let's do our normal boss talk. So mm-hmm. we have a few events super fast, and we have a special guest. Do they know our special guest yet? Not yet. Well, gonna... You can tell them if you want okay. to. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to leave it a little bit of a surprise. However, because okay. I want her to speak upon um, her event that she's having and give a little bit more details when mm-hmm. she comes on. But the first... Um, for the first week of, or the twenty, the week of the twentieth, MLK week, um, she is actually going to be taking over uh, the Big Brothers and Big Sister of, in, of, of excuse me, of America, um, over their Instagram. So we're gonna uh, let her speak upon that a little bit more when she comes on, like like a surprise guest. Can we introduce her? Can we like have like a little guest, you know, sure. intro? Sure, yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks now. for your okay. approval. All yeah. right, and then <laughs> 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 everybody's like, okay, this part of the event. Fine, fine, ruin it. Okay. <laughs> Let's get it. He's already learning. <laughs> Y'all are hilarious today. Oh, All right. God. So, um, you know, it's 2020. Our My girls from Feminism uh, has their Win With Women meetings back. Yes, so it's back. Uh, on the 22nd of January, they are going to gather a whole bunch of boss ass women in one room at the Urban Hive. Um, and then they just uh, introduce, they do a whole bunch of connecting. Um, and they just have like a little, little sisterhood. I've been using sisterhood a lot recently. Yeah. So yeah. I like that. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, January 22nd, RSVP on their link, Feminism. Um, and on the 25th, we got the we got Red Modern Sweets here at Tomato Alley. Mm-hmm. I heard that she's going to be doing her art and tea infused mm-hmm. cookies. cookies. Yep. From Ooh. 3 to 7? From 3 to 7. What it's going to be a do? nice one. What are you guys going to um, do in there? We're going to have her. She's going to cho- showcase her cookies. Uh, there's going to be some tea that's going to be kind of presented with it. Uh, it's kind of considered high tea. You know Yay. what I mean? Uh, kind of classy, kind of class us up a little bit. So, pinkies uh, out, everybody. Pinkies, pinkies out. I might even wear pants. Might even wear pants. Watch out now. Watch out now. And then, uh, uh, yeah, so she's her, it's her first pop up. She's just launching her uh, her company. So uh, I also told nice. her about your event. So she might buy awesome. tickets for that. So, Sick. yeah, it's going to be awesome. dope. Awesome. All right. So, and yeah, the then... cookies are bomb. What? Matcha. Bomb. She had a matcha. Oh. Shit. Jasmine. A jasmine. And oh, they're fancy. Fancy. Green. Great. Uh, Earl Grey. Earl oh, Grey. Tea. Earl Grey. Yep. Mm. So they're infused. Oh, tea it, infused. Oh, got nice. it. Yeah. They're pretty bomb. Yeah. They're Shit. really, really good. And then wow, she good. also makes these little bomb ass lollipops, too. So. And their tea. They're made out of, yeah. Wow. Tea. Yeah. She's pretty dope. dope. Yeah. Mm, amazing woman. Um, so I definitely need to check that out. So come by on the 25th, guys. Yep. I will. I'm thinking I'm going to be here. So stay tuned. Um, and so we, uh, I'll be here. So you're like, we, we'll we definitely will be. Yep. So uh, B, you have the her sip and talk at a new location yeah, on the 26th, right? Yes, it's on the 26th um, from 3 to 6 p.m. We're at that. So here at Tomato Alley. Hey. Tell them we went. Um, <laughs> tell them we went. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, my God. You guys are retarded today, I swear. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's going to be here. Um, I'm really excited about it. You know, um, we're increasing a lot of, you know, size and different things like that. It's outdoors, of course. So it's a little bit of a change from, you know, the last um, – 
few rounds that yeah. I've had. Bring but your coats. Gonna, yeah, January's bring your coats. Chilly. Yeah, it's you know that's gonna be fun though. It will Ooh. be. It's gonna be some really really good vibes. I'm excited about it. This time around, we're having vendors. So cool. um, yeah, just kind of creating space for the women that have supported me at the previous sip and talks, right. just to have them come and set up and you know make I their money. And, you know what I mean? And just kind of yeah. So there's we're gonna have some raffles that I'm excited about to kind of break the ice. So I feel like you're making it a lot more you like you're yeah. You know, I'm trying like to. Yeah, I'm trying. it's yeah. definitely um, evolving into something very awesome. So Thank you. I'm Thank you. Happy. Yeah, that's that's freaking that. cool. Um, and then the last thing. So I guess I'm trying to get back into my swing. And the one of the things that I'm going to be doing is an accountability meeting. Um, so every there's been so many people telling me that I should do an accountability meeting. Nice. Everybody thinks that I got it going, you know, going on and figured out, and I don't. So. Can you break that down to uh, us, yeah, man? Because we have no idea. Yeah. Of taking responsibility so for shit. well, <laughs> okay. So basically. <laughs> So, so accountability. What's that? So, yeah. So let me tell you a little about it, and then I'll tell you exactly what it is. So, Don't clip my wings, woman. Right. So on the thirtieth is going to be our first, um, our first, our first meeting is going to be super intimate. There's only going to be ten, um, ten spots available. It's actually okay. at Oak Park Brewery in the back nice. room. Um, so in like, the bathroom. In the back. Room. Oh, they have like a little. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They have like yeah. a little room. They have. So it's like going to be back there. The bathrooms are clean, but yeah. I don't think have a meeting. There. So <laughs> an accountability meeting is basically, and what our main purpose of uh, it's it's actually called the boss the boss lounge so i did i partnered with um one of my girls (laughs) she is a hairstylist and she wanted to also do an accountability meeting Mm -hmm. i'm like well let's open it for everybody else or we both so decided you think, to open you it for everybody you classy. else. Well, listen. She don't so think she classy. I know. She is classy. I'm, oh, okay. I'm bossy. Excuse me. Correction. Okay. Er, period. Scared. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Well, no, we're not kidding. No, we're not, you bosses. <laughs> thanks, sis, thanks. Okay, so um, basically, what it is an accountability meeting is so that way we can like help support not only ourselves but other women, mm-hmm. um, like hold their goal or be accountable for their goals. So gotcha. we'll help them. First and foremost, like, I don't know about you guys, but when I do my little New Year's resolution within that first month, it changes completely. So I'm good. We're going to now that we've had a month to actually reflect on like what we kind of want this year to be. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to like look back on what what goals we planned. We're going to end up um, writing the goals that we really think are realistic for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're going to, it's going to be once a month. So it's not going to be just like you. It's nice. going to be okay. not too drastic, but once a month, we'll be able to look over that month's goals and like, hey, like, did we do it? And then our new goals, we're like, hey, well, okay, what kind of support do I need in order for me to actually fulfill these goals? So it's kind of like one of those things. And, and um, nice. let's just say, Let's just say for feminism, um, for example, I kind of use that to uh, like one of those things where I'm just coming back every month wanting to do bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, OK, let me get a little bit more entwined with that. And, you know, like yeah. here are my goals that I, I'm saying that I need to hit. I must hit. Nice. So, Very nice. Yeah. So these 10 girls and, and I'm like, we haven't really promoted it just yet. And it mm-hmm. hasn't been it hasn't been out because um, there's only 10 spots available. So I'm like, oh, my God, I freaking hope it's not too much <laughs> to like overwhelm just because I'm not I'm partnering with another with with Serena who um is Who's a, Serena we don't know. So Serena is actually my hairstylist. Hey. Damn, that's where you're here. Hey, Serena, I need a haircut, girl. Um, but yeah. so she she has her own salon called the Boss. I'm excuse me, called the, the Curl Lounge. Wait a minute, you about so, to open a salon called Boss Salon? Look, well, the event's called the Boss it, Lounge, so it's Get very it. it's super nice. cute. Um. And it's just going to be like, yeah, so it's just, and and it's literally her logo and it's like the boss lounge. And that's cool. So um, it is going to be based off of, you know, 
boss woman. So sorry again, guys. <laughs> I guess there's this. One day soon, actually. Yeah, we're, look, I got all of my events Venus coming up. You guys are invited. <laughs> always. So <laughs> my showcases, my showcases. So anyway, so um, yeah, it's going to be fun. And I'm, this is something new to me. I've never really like th- like hosted something or presented something super like educational or not like so- something more knowledgeable. It's always Is been, that like, what you've fun. been reading lately or? No. Just kidding. Don't be, I was going to say, don't be trying to. I know. Is that why you have to be curious about reading that yeah. book, The Alchemist? I want to go get it. Like, Can you get it, dude? You're going to be like, wow, I'm ready. I'm ready to change the world. I'm ready to change the two blocks. I'm ready to live. I'm ready. It's not even about changing the world. It's about living what you want to do and what you want to be. Being the change you want to see. That's it's right. an amazing book. So That's if you guys right. haven't read The Alchemist, I tell everybody to read it. Because it's about following your dreams, something like that. It's, your it's dreams. about your personal legend. Like, gotcha. what are you here for? Why are you I'm here? I'm here to keep it and, real, 100. And what's stopping you? <laughs> and what's stopping you I'm from getting it? Sauce. Yeah. 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 Okay. So take, buy it and get a highlighter. And yeah. I keep, keep it simple. You. you know what I mean? This fool no. won't. <laughs> That's his ass. Like, so, sis, when is the first accountability meeting going to be? So, the first accountability meeting. The, the boss lounge. Yeah. So, the boss lounge is going to be, the first one's going to be on the 30th this month. Um, nice. It's from 6.30 to 8.30. Right. So, it, like I said, it's super personable. So, all of the women are going to talk about their goals and they're going to be ready to fulfill them. Queens, you guys ready to fulfill them? Yes, you are. Dope. I love it. Okay. Love so, it. that's that. So, that's the boss lounge. Hey. I mean, that's the boss talk. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. See you next time. And up next, um, I don't know what it is now. Is it her sip and talk, her coffee break? Yo, yo, don't play me. No. Her, what is so it now? So all we're going to do is just change it from coffee break to motivation with me. It's okay? Just motivation. Okay. okay. We're going to slow it down um, a little bit. Okay. It's only, it was only one. It was only one name change. I hey, had to so tell up, you what my okay, real nickname okay, was. Okay, fine. Okay. So up next... We got motivation Mondays with Mitch. You've confused me again. I'm lost now. It's just motivation. Is it my part? It's just motivation. Yeah. So, um, oh, I see what you did. You wanted triple M's. Motivation yeah. Mondays with Mitch. Triple. Oh, M. I like that. Yeah. 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 There we go. Triple Three M's. Three M's. Yeah, that's all you wanted. Huh? That's all I wanted. Three I wanted to be included somehow, some way, to so these just... three M's oh. sitting across this table. That's all. Oh. That's all. What? <laughs> Bars. I yeah. can't change it to me to be a part of the uh-huh. M's right there. We yeah. go. There Thanks, is. y'all. Thank, I'm welcome. Right. Oh, damn. Yeah. Well, the M's over here. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's why she said it. Yeah. Like no. Miles, Miles. He Mario. just got it. Hello, like, <laughs> oh, shit. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Three M's in here. Yeah. So, yeah, Hell there we yeah. go. Boom. In now Macramento. I'm a part of the club. Look at that. Right. Boom. Chuck <laughs> So, what you got for Three us? Three uh, Okay. So, you know, of course, it's the motivation segment. So, give you something to think about. You guys know how I'm always referencing different memes and stuff to get you know get the mind going and all that good stuff so kind of piggybacks off of what you were saying a little bit earlier it's just about new year's resolutions and how we'll start the year saying yeah we got this long list of resolutions and then halfway through the month or mm-hmm. by the end of the month we realize yeah let's scratch this entire list right yeah. and so i think a huge piece of that is you know is definitely accountability right and then that realism being mm-hmm. a little bit more realistic with yourself because i think at the top of the new year especially a new decade like it's 2020 now like we always get so excited about this long list of shit that we want to do but we've got to kind of be realistic about where we're currently at yeah you know and the work that truly does need to be done so mm-hmm. i thought this meme was perfect and you guys can kind of chime in and tell me what you think so uh the meme is be honest with yourself you don't want to be the one lying to you Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think that it kind of resonates, especially all of us. You know, we're, we're all creatives. We all have, you know, things that we're working on. But I think this resonates in so many different areas like of my life, you know, like and I know that you guys can relate. So yeah. what I want to talk about today is 
maybe something you realized in 2019 or just maybe even within the last couple of months, but something you've been lying to yourself about and you're no longer going to do it. So we're going to turn some things around. No, so, Mario, yeah. we're going to start with you. Why look yeah. why first? Because I'm always so, first. Fuck? What have yeah. you been lying to yourself about, yeah, and, and how are we going to turn it around? How are we going to change it? Let me see. What have I been lying to myself about? Yes. I keep telling myself that I'm going to try to be a lot more healthier, and yet, when it comes down to it, I'll I'll eat right for, like, one day, mm-hmm. or, like, one time of the day, which it's really bad. You know what I mean? I'm going to be healthy, so I'm going to go get a salad from the co-op, a $9.99 right. salad, because <laughs> that makes sense. Um, and I'm going to go and be healthy, and then I'll eat that, and then the next meal is, you know, this this baby right here at McDonald's. <laughs> you motherfuckers got to start paying me. Um, <laughs> Sponsorships are uh, open. Um, I don't know. I'm about so, to play your sponsorship for McDonald's now. No, nah, nah, so, so, you know, so I think... That shit. Uh-huh. So I always, I always like, I always tell myself I'm gonna be healthier. Like every year, like every time I turn, you know, older, you know, my birth, I'm like, I'm gonna try to be healthier because mm-hmm. all this and that. So we're gonna try harder this time to, given that we're not gonna lie to ourselves about this stuff anymore. I will definitely try to be more healthier when it comes to my food, my eating habits. I bet you, yes. if you just just try first and foremost to just not eat McDonald's. If you eat it that much, I bet you, if you stop eating McDonald's and drinking soda. You'll Starting automatically soda, dude. I swear, when I stopped yeah. eating McDonald's, because I haven't eaten McDonald's probably for like five years now, Whoa. and that's wow. and that's because they fucking fed me a fly, okay? And so I was like, tra- oh. yeah, I was traumatized. So I'm not oh, so saying it's that not I hope because it's shit ass food. Yeah, it's they fed you so you a fly. go to Burger King. Well, look, I've in the five years I've <laughs> eaten McDonald's. Yeah, no, so, really though, but not not that often. I usually go to Chick Fil A, okay. maybe in and out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't had it now Just because they're Christian Usually doesn't mean Chick-fil-A. they're better for you. <laughs> I mean, no, but they taste a lot <laughs> better. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then occasionally I go to Del Taco. But listen, when I stopped eating McDonald's, because I was just like, you yeah, I eat McDonald's pretty yeah. often because it's so easy oh, everywhere. Yeah. It's right there. Um, they have the mini meals, man. Yeah. That used to yes. save my fucking life. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> um, I really lost hella weight. Yeah. I really yeah. did. And then it made me not really want to eat so. anything, yeah. you know, like. That I eat I eat it. fast food, but mm-hmm. I go to like the fast foods that are bougie, kind of you know. Yeah. Yeah. Chick Fil A, yes, they're super yeah. bougie. Super, it's bomb. They Chick-fil-A greet you when it. you come in, like, who the fuck are they? Chick Fil A, so it's my pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're like, thank uh-huh. you. You don't even gotta wait in line. I mm-hmm. love Chick Fil A. Hey, no joke though. When you're in oh the Southeast United States, they say like, God bless when you leave. Not really? Word. Tell, Word. Tell, nice. Okay, this is why I go to Chick Fil A because when you're at the King, you don't even gotta be the Kings game. Excuse me. When the Kings shoot three. Three three pointers in a row or something like that, you and they make free, it. You yeah. get a free chicken sandwich. The oh, only shit, time d- down the abscess, the only time that I go to freaking Chick Fil A. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not going to say the only time, but a lot of the times, I swear to you, I'll pay for a whole. I'll get a whole meal that's like a medium a French fry, like a little waffle let fry, you, um, a hamburger, you. and only pay for the extra cheese that I get or the cheese that I put on there Wait and like a soda if I want. Wait so all under like three dollars so for a that. full meal. I need that. Uh, you need, need the app. abscess. Okay, I need Man, to Man, let me see okay. what I got right okay, now. Okay, so what, wait. We just went <laughs> into like... Sorry, guys. Sorry. Bring it back. Bring it back. There's healthier no, fast like, food bring options, it, but bring, bring it back. back. Right. Bring it back to yeah, the... What you, What have you been lying yourself to, Mario? Yeah, so good one, Mario. Thank you so much for sharing. I appreciate that. Let's not... Let's... Yeah, let's go. Let's keep this going. So... But check that out, right? That was Right on Chick-fil-A. So, Miles, what you lying yourself? All right, so... I've been supposed to have 
at least trying to quit smoking for like four years now because mm-hmm. we all know why mm-hmm. and uh yeah so i always tell the doctor yeah you know and i've not tried at all i've put mm-hmm. zero effort into it yeah so i'm not lying to myself because i know this and i know i've never even mm-hmm. i yeah but i tell the doctor all the time but i don't know i guess that i actually care if i quit smoking is my lie to myself i i i can i understand that though because my my mom smokes right mm-hmm. and she's been smoking a very long time and i i remember her and my stepdad you know they um well, they both smoked. And I remember he was going through his phases of, you know, wanting to lose weight, wanting to stop smoking, yada, yada, yada. And then um, he was trying to push my mom to, you know, to do the same, of course, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're making these changes, you want your spouse, obviously, to, to make these changes with it you. It helps. It helps, right? And, and so, doesn't smoke, so. Yeah. Shout out. Um, <laughs> but um, so my mom, though, straight up was like, I don't want to quit. You know, and I just thought that, but I was blown away when she said that because I was like, you know, most people are like, yeah, I want to quit. Yeah, I want to, to. She straight up was like, no, I don't want to quit right now. And when I'm ready to, if I ever get ready to cross that line, you know what I'm saying? Then I sure. will. But like, I just thought it was so, to do with it? just, you know, I just thought it was you so crazy yeah, that mean, she was no, so, I don't so, want to. I understand what you're, yeah. what you're saying. And yeah. I'm not, and, and check this one out. And this one's going to kind of even kind of go a little bit deeper. I lost, and, and I'm so about, I'm so about don't smoke, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm the last one to say say anything about it because you know, I'd be smoking kind of, but not really. So at the end of the day, my grandfather passed away from lung cancer oh, and two years ago and they told him, stop smoking. You have fucking lung cancer. My grandpa was like, no. And this mm-hmm. fool kept on smoking. Yeah. And at this point, like you're, you know, he was already, there's no going back. Like he's right. already, you know, the worst that it can get. But it's just like now everybody around him is kind of like, well, what the fuck? Like yeah. you're just not going to smoke. Like there's something that's killing you right now. You're just you're not going to stop. Not, yeah. You're not. And it's kind of a trip though, because now my, everybody in my family smokes, right? And they've been smoked, but my dad's seen it. My, I've seen him pass away over it, you know, yeah. my uncle seen it and all of his daughters seen it and they're, they still smoke, yeah. you know, and they were telling him stop smoking. So it's kind of one of those things where you mentally have to get with it Prepare before. Yourself, yeah. yeah. And by you saying, like, just like how she was saying, you know, like nobody's knocking you because everybody's going to tell oh, you yeah. to stop and oh, believe, you're not yeah. ready. You're not ready. Yeah. You right. know, oh, yeah. So, so lying yeah. to yourself about the fact that you actually do want to. No, no, no. That I. Oh yeah. Or no, no. He's confused already. Like I don't know, lying to myself that I've actually put effort into. Oh, okay. Like, okay. I get you. Got yeah, it. Into quitting smoking, where I put no effort. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, thank you for sharing. For Appreciate sure. that. Yeah. What about you, sis? Um. So all okay. So my 2020 kind of goal, and I actually just kind of thought about this the other day, was that. I'm not going to wait on somebody to fulfill my, my dream, my goals, I would gotcha. say. Um, and what I mean by that is I'll have an idea and I don't know if I'm like scared mm-hmm. to fulfill it. You know, if it like, I love, I love collabing. I love collabing. But mm-hmm. every time that I collab, I'm like, well, why can't I do this by myself? You know, mm-hmm. and not like an that is an issue and I don't want to no, do I it, get you. but mm-hmm. it's just like, I'm very capable of doing it by myself. And I think I, I'm scared to like, kind of take that jump. So, um, with this year it was like, okay, I'm really going to do what I do and I need to make money and I need to make that next business step because what mm-hmm. am I doing it for at this point? Like, right. you yeah. know, yeah. the love for the city, of course, but you know, and there's a lot of times. There's a lot of times. Yeah. yeah. And there's, I, boss is strictly out of the love for the city. I don't think that I would ever like utilize that to make money just because, 
that's just not what the platform is for. So right. I have other like, you know, ventures that I want to pursue. And I'm like, well, why haven't I pursued them yet? You know, when we first started the podcast, I was yeah. talking about it, you yeah. know, and shit is yep. coming back into friction. So yep. I'm a, I'm a firm believer of like timing is the, you know, oh, yeah. As, as, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like I wasn't ready last year because I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't ready to, um, I, I didn't know how to fulfill a business by myself, I would say. Yeah. So now I had a year to learn. That. And I think um, I've learned that everything takes practice. And, like, even with me explaining what the damn business is about, you know, you have to say it 10 times in order yeah. to, yeah. to sound you comfortable. You got to know your language. You oh, know, and now, yeah. yeah, and now I'm just, like, really super upfront. Like, yo, honestly, this is going to sound dumb because I don't even know. It does, it's not in friction yet. You know, mm-hmm. let me kind of get used to right. what it, what it right. is, what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and that's that. So I think that's kind of what my goal is for this year or what. I was lying to, lying to myself mm-hmm. about is, um, is that? Yeah. Is that you thought you were a little, you were more ready than. Yeah. Than really like I to. now, yeah. like I'm not, no, I'm lying to myself that I'm not ready. Like I think now mm-hmm. at this point okay. I'm okay. ready. Yeah. Like I'm ready. Yeah. And if I keep on holding back, then I'm going to keep on doing it. Like when at right. this point, never like, take the leap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think you, Miles. Absolutely. You, thank you, Miles. Absolutely, thank you, guys. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. And I love to hear this, like, especially as you're saying it, you can tell that it's like, it's coming yeah. from, it's, yeah. you know I mean? You're yeah. excited. So. I'm kind of yeah. realistic with myself. Just how you were saying re- mm-hmm. realistic. I'm really realistic with myself right now. And, uh, and maybe I'm not, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I'm not, but there's certain aspects of my, my business where I'm like, okay, this needs to happen this year at least. Mm-hmm. So that way I can start getting used to you yeah. know just the just the way you, that i want to go you know go. the crazy yeah. thing too is like it's because success is such a scary thing Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, success is like everyone wants to be successful yeah. but everyone doesn't know the responsibility and the work, work that it takes to be successful yeah. because a lot of people think okay i see this happening i want to replicate that because i want right. that to happen for me right. when you don't have to follow everyone's footsteps. You can follow the lessons that they've learned, mm. but you don't have to follow indicatively like exactly what they've done. Right. You just got to follow like, I see Miles' success. I see your success, your success, our success. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to go and make a barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Well, it's the same, all that you, same thing. You know what I mean? I didn't jump right into wholesale or, uh, you know, big distribution because yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not ready for that. I think right. that's, you know? oh. I, I haven't built the tools to get there. So, yeah. And you know what? You know? That's uh, that's a lot. Of, that's going on a lot in Sacramento as well. From what I see, like yeah. there's just a lot of events going on and, yeah. you know, by all means, do what you want. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. so here for it. Yeah. But there's a lot of things where she's like, well, I don't know. It doesn't really got no correlation to your business. Right. But like, OK, like, yeah. you know, I'm there because I'm supporting you. But, yeah. you know, it's just things like that where you got to stay in your lane. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. We, we said this lane. on the last one. Just kind of learn that lane you, you belong to. Stay, stay in that lane and. And just kind of work with it. it. Well. Yeah, Rock absolutely. it well. Rock it well. The land is made for you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like once yeah. you find what you're what you're good at and what you know just makes your heartbeat, what you can tap into, yeah. stay there. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you can, you can congratulate everybody else in right. the other lanes, but that lane is dedicated for you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like don't go right chasing there. waterfalls. Don't or go chasing waterfalls. Listen to the rivers <laughs> and the lakes that you used to. I know that you're gonna have it your way or nothing at all. But I think you 
I don't, I only had a little bit of estrogen in there. I forgot all the rest of the lyrics. You see, I'm still a boy. It's okay, sometimes it's yeah, yeah, okay. That was good. That was good. Harmonizing it with that. Yeah, you okay. know, and we we're do what we point. do. I love um, it. <laughs> Always, always. always. Well, I appreciate you sharing that, sis. Um, I, I was late yeah. for the oh, beginning, shit. so I didn't get there. <laughs> it's all right. talking about chasing squirrels um, and shit. I closed my eyes after, like, the rivers that you used to. Right. Same. I closed my eyes. I, was I started to visualizing the, the actual music uh-huh. video. You Let know what I mean? Let the Lord. Let him use you, girl. The waterfall. Let him use you. That's where I was. Let him use Um... And uh, that was good. Yeah, well, appreciate I gotta tell you what I've been lying to myself about. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I appreciate yeah. you guys. Um, but um, okay, so what have I been lying to myself about? <laughs> she said, no, I appreciate you guys. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I don't know what I've been. <laughs> I don't know what I've been lying to myself yeah. about. Like you guys are so transparent there in that. Like, I'm like um, shit. I don't know. What else can I originally say? All um, the exemptions on your taxes. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I'm good. They I don't <laughs> fuck around with that. Yes, I don't fuck around. But um, I would say what I've been lying to myself about. Um, I will say, um, I, I like to think there's a side of me that's like, like, I, I, like, it's kind of, I describe it as hard body, right? Like, I don't let people get over on me and whatever. I like to think that I'm like, I've got this side of me, but truthfully, I let people fuck me up all of the time. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's something that was definitely more highlighted, like towards the end of last year where it's like. You know, I want to be that person that people can come to and feel comfortable coming to mm-hmm. and when they need help and, you know, things like that. I want to, I'm glad that people see my heart and see my spirit, but I lie to myself and say, oh, okay, I, I set certain boundaries and I won't allow myself to get fucked up, but yeah. I will fuck my whole, <laughs> everything up, my situation <laughs> completely up just to help somebody else. And and so a part of me, like I, like I said, I've been thinking about it heavily last year, rather towards the end of last year was... Am I doing it because I want you to say, give me that hand clap and say, thank you for helping me? Do Is that why I keep fucking myself up and putting myself in such a tight position to help someone else? Uh-huh. Am I looking for that pat on the back or do I genuinely, true? you know what I'm saying? So sometimes I have to like, I have, I go back and forth with that, you know what I'm saying? Before I give or before, you know, I move forward in that, like yeah. I go back and forth with you know this is going to put you in a tight position. So, yeah. and then I'll still move forward with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like, think that says a lot about you as a person. It's super relevant in my life too right now where it's like, fuck, like, what, yes. are, we, or what are we doing it for? But yeah. shit, we have to do I yeah. personally I feel ha- have, like I have to do to. it. Like, yeah. I can't just be okay with that. Or is it, I don't know. I can't be okay with that sitting on my heart. Like, I right. just left that person hanging. Right. For whatever the case may be, it could be like, shit, I didn't give him a fucking apple or something, yeah. you know? Yeah. But you know what my mom started describing it as recently? And she's like, you keep attracting stray cats. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, don't describe it like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I yeah. didn't want to ask. It's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. You know, but now, is this like with mm-hmm. friendships or is this with like relationships? This could be random people. Any people. That's a stray cat. These can be random people. If it's not a friend. Friend, like, 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 now I, try, I know how to say no, cat. but my no is very rare. <laughs> this, the, the, you do startup businesses or you work with startup businesses, yes. you work with a lot of people who, you know, I mean, there's 
as men, as 10, 10 of the women or 10 of the people that you work with are super mm-hmm. serious about their job, mm-hmm. um, there's going to be, I mean, sorry, I'll just say you work with 20 of them. 15 mm-hmm. of them are going to be super serious about their job. And then there's going to be that five of them where you're like, right. shit, you drain the fuck out of me, right. you know? Yeah. <laughs> but time right. out is there, you're not on the clock 24 seven, are you? Mm-mm. Well, no, that's exactly what I was going to point mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So like, you how gotta far, a, you got to set a, a boundary. Switch. Right. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I'm lying to myself about. I lie to myself that I have set this clear boundary. Yeah, and I'm like, I ain't set no damn boundary. Yes. Yes. I you mean, you this straight cat is coming, you know? Yeah. So yeah, uh, that's going to get fed, it's going to come back. Yeah. So that's yeah. something I'm working on. Because like I said. That's why I was sniffing around in the first place. right? But like you said, since it's like that obligated feeling of like, now I got to do it. That's what I'm saying, man. Now I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to tell people that I'm going to charge them for a sit down of right. coffee yeah. the second time around you know yeah. right no, <laughs> like shit yeah. but that's the boundary right you know if you don't want to sit down with me because i'm giving you all my advice then you don't want to sit is down is that with not me. a consultant i will i'm sorry is that not what a consultant does no absolutely char- that's, exactly. Um, that's exactly what a consultant does but i will tell you there's this a is- lot of entrepreneurs that don't want to invest in themselves like that because yeah. one they think that they can get it for free the service for free which they can probably yeah or they, they let think them get subpar shit for free yeah. absolutely right. absolutely right. and that's kind of where mind. we stand exactly so i have yeah. to, that's that practice i have to say you know so i will um and i meant to shit, tell you I, this i say it just like that i ain't gonna lie to you <laughs> right I mean, I you have to you could yeah, you eventually true. get comfortable Take saying like that, that. but i wanted to elsewhere. tell you when you were talking about charging for your stuff, right? Like, so for the sip and talks, like, okay, this is round six that we're mm-hmm. about to have, right? So when I first started the event, I didn't charge. Yeah. I charge $5 a ticket now. Yeah. You know how much pushback that I got for that $5, $5? ticket? And sis, I'm telling you, I, I I almost took, when I got that first pushback, yeah. I almost took it away and I almost didn't charge. And wow. I'm glad that I just was like, no, I'm yeah. not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna allow this to stop me. And it's been picking, it's been double, it, it's been picking up. So you, just, you, know you gotta what, roll with it. What you do is, a steal for five bucks and if somebody doesn't want to pay five bucks it's the type of person yeah. that wants handouts somebody wants should something be able to... for free yeah wants your time wants your knowledge wants your whatever you're providing at that event for yeah. nothing people right. are going to support it, you by giving you just money just just to support you right. they're not right. going to be able to I'll, make it you know but right. Right. i'll give you an anecdote of something that happened to me and really quick so i had this homeboy i'll call him a homeboy just to not give him another name uh, he was like, hey, Mario, I want to buy a camera. I just want to take pictures around of my kids. I'm like, yeah, man, I want to get started. You know, camera. I was like, yeah, get this camera. I told him, you know, I was like, hey, here's some settings you can start with. Get some really good pictures of your family. You know, two weeks later on Instagram, hey, man, I got my camera doing shoots, $35 a session. Wow. wow. You know what I mean? Not only did you take a week of my time, mm-hmm. but this is shit that. You got to pay dues to charge. Right, right. Like, I did a lot of free... I did a lot of free shit yeah. to get to charge people 1500 for, like, five hours. Right, right. You know what I mean? And so, also learning, like, yeah, whether... Even if you need the money, you got to learn how to say no. Like, I've learned to say no to someone that oh, says, yeah. Oh, Mario, can you do a 12-hour wedding for a 1000 I'm like, no. Right, right. Too much <laughs> I can't. 12-hour wedding. No, I can't do that. Yeah. But yeah. I'll charge you 2500 because I know you. Right, right. Because if I didn't, I'll charge you five. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So to say no, even if you need the five dollars, mm-hmm. you know, no, I can't do it for free because my knowledge is valuable and is valuable to you. Well, because well, you're providing costs something. 
right for you yeah. you know yeah, what I mean? because the moment you start to be afraid to say no because you you were providing something for free and then now you're charging then now you're devaluing yourself absolutely yeah. and then yeah, you're showing it. those absolutely. people yeah so i had to you know i had to learn that for I sure like that. you know what i mean just say but no i will, it don't I will admit that at certain times you know it's like yeah. oh you know because i've got you know there's products and things that i sell and all right. that stuff i got a mentorship program and i'm okay with that price but sometimes we, when you start something new you're like <gasps> you know hey man so, ball out till you fall we, out we've yeah. talked about this it's okay to say no it, it is, is absolutely it's, okay it is. To say no. it's it crazy because it when are we gonna take our own vice advice sis? yeah like, that's what i'm saying that's why i've been lying to myself look, we just gotta look, recap this whole hey, 30 look, years thing, look right? how many fuck boys look how many fuck boys you said no to true There's such i should thing. be able to practice that yeah like, practice that on your business like oh okay. you will fuck whatever the fuck person you are not no my shit is valuable yeah, and, okay okay you know what i mean guys. we don't just think say. it's your fuck person <laughs> yeah. i'm if just saying get, they know deny, they know what i'm trying to say just disclaimer if you get a no that's mario that's why mario was saying no that's my opinion my opinion is not reflective on the other three people that are here i just i am who i am just because we're three, yeah, we, love yeah. you we all agree. We all agree on shit. But uh, that was uh, that was motivational Mondays with me. <laughs> Our new segment now, I guess. <laughs> I get out. <laughs> Thanks, and so um, now our last segment of the night, uh, and then we'll bring over our special guest. Looking forward to talking to her. We got sports with Ratchet at Sports with Miles Jolly. <gasps> White chocolate. Miles. White chocolate. Since we had like three hour long segments there, I'll go ahead. Y'all was venting over here. So, right. well, go ahead. I mean, do you want to get express anything at the beginning oh. or the end? Oh, yeah, shit. we gonna make it. Niners. Niners. Let's do it. Night again. No, bang, we need to not. Bang, bang, night again. Bang, bang, night again. Click, clack. All day. All day. Anybody got something to say, come see you. So what's up? Did you lose like some bets? Or like, did we? Y'all in the Super Bowl. Oh, we gotta win. We gotta win. No, no, no. What do we? Oh, yeah, yeah. When's the bet? When's the bet gonna happen? Well, what was the they'll know if they make the Super Bowl next Sunday. Okay, I'll hit yeah. you up on Monday then. Yeah. <laughs> next bang, Monday. bang, Niner gang. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. You know, we were pretty excited, Miles. I know. Yeah. You're going to get food anyways. <laughs> we are going to get food. No, no, like, I got you. Saying, I we, got were, you. we were pretty excited ahead, that, he, that they won. I just needed a reason to cook. So there you I go. had to give there myself. That's what I was yeah. lying to myself about. I didn't want to make food for there y'all. You so I had to come That's up with the walk All right. So let me ask. Miles, how do you feel about this win? He don't like it at all. Well spoken. <laughs> I'm into my well list. Said. <laughs> well said. He does not uh, care. I don't care really at all. Uh, okay. You ready for know. them to win? Is what you're saying? No, no, I don't oh. want to hear about it from from who? My anybody and everybody. <laughs> my opinion matters. <laughs> I didn't. I, I don't. You want to see sir, me happy? I'm not discrediting your opinion. Does my don't happiness and success not important to you, Box? Not with your 49er team. Wow. I'm sorry. I, I won't like, root against you, but I'm not going to root for I you. I swear to God, you changed, bro. Hey, you know the <laughs> Packers, changed. though, they've, uh, no. out of the seven times you faced them in the postseason. Yes, shut you, your mouth. You've no lost one cares. four of those times. No one cares. say that, even at home. No one cares. They have Aaron Rodgers. I, I did Aaron. try to duplicate this mustache he has going. He's such a Raiders fan. <laughs> I can't even. He's like, no one cares. Yeah, we're about to hell win the Super Bowl. He's up here like, well, do you remember when you lost? Aaron mustache going on. Look, look. Do you remember those four games that you lost? Just kidding. You're so loyal. Look, 
John, well, screw just get yeah. ahead. All right, this what one. do we have? Uh, Let's move did y'all on. hear about more cheating going on though in baseball this time? What was oh, the original shit. cheating about? Remember the Patriots stealing yeah. signs and shit? Yeah, yeah videotaping yeah. their opponents. Oh, yeah. okay. That, ba- that was football. So that was football, right? And now so- it's been a uh, wow. twice. In, so the past two, get this, World Series winners uh-huh. have been caught in uh, essentially. Um, uh, confirmed that yeah they they cheated so how damn so the red sox were videotaping the signs Dude, of their what the opponents what the fuck <laughs> so yeah what kind of world do we live so, in where the sanctity of and, baseball and then the america's sport i blame the fucking dodgers the houston astro oh get this hold I on no no wait let me get to this i'm gonna get to that at the end that's gonna be the best part so they're like hey, yeah he's like me too yeah, so the uh the, the Astros got caught doing it for two years. Oh, you 2017 and 2018. They never should have gave you motherfuckers and money during the postseason. <laughs> they're not from. They're not from California. So no, mind you, the Dodgers lost to both these teams two, year, oh, two years. Oh, yeah. The Dodgers lost oh, to the Astros damn. last year and the Red Sox the <laughs> previous year. And they cheated. I knew they didn't and really they lose. Had been cheated. <laughs> So, like I mean, I knew the really I knew the Dodgers <laughs> suck, but that much where people got to cheat. I knew they didn't yeah. really lose, man. Well, shit, they lost in seven to what? You lost in seven to the the Red Sox. You can talk like it's and, cool. You can definitely. You and know. then they lost in five to the Astros. So they like yeah. all the wins were at home by the. Our the guest is trying to contain herself yeah, it, from not crying. This all coming out a bunch of bullshit. She is a Dodgers what's fan. What's that? Three, that's three That's three in a row you've lost, right? Three World Series? We've lost a lot. Yeah. So, anyways. <laughs> so, wait. So, this was but, recent. They just cheated yeah. on their recent game. Yeah. Yeah. No, and this recent game that just All lost, season of um, 2018 and a lot of 2017 and the postseason. Okay. Were these games close? Like, game seven. But it doesn't even matter. So the Dodgers could Once have won. Once a cheater, always a yeah. cheater. So yeah. essentially, the home Fuck team them. won all of their right. home games. The Dodgers won all of theirs, and yeah. So there's no chance. Okay, given it, it that, took away yeah. a possibility of the Dodgers winning one of those away games to win the series in both of them. Man, they need to put the Rivercats in there. Switch them out. Yeah, switch them <laughs> out. Right? For the but, so the bigger point of all this, though. So remember, we talked about the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yes, and. What did the owner of the Patriots' name is Robert Kraft? Yeah. Nothing happened to say the GM Nothing. of that team nope. to the head coach of that team. Yep. And then they're going to fine Garoppolo $7,000 for throwing a for football s- on the last game of the goddamn Precisely. season. You're going to, you're going to, you, how Calm dare. Calm down, time out. Let All me right. finish. Let me, you know what? Go <laughs> Enough ahead. about the 49ers. I'm sorry. You had your time. You had your time. You had your time. Like, shit. You had your time. You know what? You're I, that's right, why Miles. I look at you at the beginning or the end and say, <laughs> do you want to get it out? And try to let you express your, that's your what, thing. You know what? I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> is that so, a Jack Daniels model? So yes. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, so Astros immediately. The owner, of the Astros, fired the GM, fired the head coach immediately. Dope. That's a good owner. Oh, for one right, of the teams, right. but not the other team. Yeah, the Red Sox have done nothing. Oh, so see, at least the Astros are like, hey, look, man, fired, you ain't supposed yep, to do it that way. And Major League Baseball fined them five million dollars for what? Did they fire them? No, for cheating. For cheating. Oh, for cheating. Videotaping. Both but teams. Did you miss the premise? No, no, sorry. I just said, sorry. So both teams got fined. No, the Red Sox have nothing Wait, has happened to the Red Sox. I'm confused. So why? No one knows why. Nobody knows why. Oh, I'm pissed off. Because for them. it's been 100% be. proven and the Astros admitted to it 
it has not been proven that the Red Sox did it, and they have not admitted to it. Wow. So, so maybe they're on their, ev- they're investigating, maybe. In there's terms of the evidence that they have a the Red Sox. This is the Red Sox have a whole room dedicated to uh, watching uh, uh, this on no site. No way. They Ooh. got the freaking they got a microphone whole where they whole room. Room. Yep. Is you that know what the hearsay and the evidence is? You know what? So, but I'm thinking about it's a whole room. A whole, but like when these say, type man. of contracts and the numbers that are associated with the contracts, I mean, I understand like from the integrity standpoint, like that's fucked up. You know, it takes the fun out of sports and all that shit. But I mean, this is this is money we talking about here. So I I could only imagine that coaches and all these other people would go very far to make sure that their team yeah. won. But also yeah. you got to look at it, look at it in retrospect though. When teams lose, they blame players and coaches. Coaches and players lose their jobs. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Or at you, the same time, how can you look at your players now and be like, yeah, those were valid. Like, right. we weren't... Do- whether the players knew or not, yeah. how can you look at them right. and be like, they're not, yeah, are they really good players? You, right. you weren't True. really making yeah. these great decisions. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on. Like, you not that good of a coach. And then to the yeah. losing team even, how, like... Fuck, dude! How do you feel like, now? Uh, yeah, right. How do you what feel, if, Dodgers? Those folks never, ever, ever get a chance to go back. Hell yeah! Right? Like, yeah, that's yeah. fucked up. Like, fucked up. Yeah. crazy. Like they have great players. As much as I hate the Dodger blue, the Dodgers know, have, they have great good. players. I yeah. love the Dodger blue. Okay. She's a Dodgers <laughs> fan too, I guess. But. I just like the colors, but, but <laughs> anyway, I, I just like I just like that huge disparity in that Major League Baseball and the owners to the fucking presidents fired that GM, fired that head coach. So good job, Astro. So well, that. damn, that's all crazy. right, that's America for oh, you. And they took away draft picks. Tight. Oh, wow. First, their Dope. first round draft picks for two they years. They went hard. Wow. Hell yeah. And if this head coach or GM is caught doing anything malicious of that nature again, they'll be banned like Pete Rose. They should have been banned like Pete Rose, they period. Sure, sure, like what they should have Pete Rose, man. They, they waited him to be almost dead. Somebody to... for gambling? And, yeah. Like, and he wasn't even gambling on his own team. He was gambling for their own team. Like He was he gambling like for them to win. His, no, Pete Rose, he, he, oh, okay. he, he supposedly people. says he has yeah. never gambled on his own team. There you go. It like, seems like we so. do that nowadays. We disregard, yeah. disregard people who break the law and just let them you know, write out. And yeah. It wasn't even against the rules at the time what Pete Rose did. Yeah. They just came up with it because he did it. I'm yeah. telling you, man, well, we're selective about punishment. I'll tell you that much. So you like the ratchet ass sports? Ratchet ass sports, it, y'all. Yeah, Hell yeah, that was, yeah. That was ratchet ass sports with Miles. Yeah, ratchet ass sports. trap. All right, man. Up next, we got a special guest. We'll be right back. Peace. See ya in a minute. All right. Up next, we got our special guest. Her name is Vanessa Melinda. Say what's up. Hola. Hola. She's Hola. Latina. Hola. It's Latina. She's Latina. That's what's up. And she is a correctional officer, yes? Correctional sergeant. Sergeant. Put some respect on her name. Boy, you didn't tell me all of that. But you just gotta you just passed the test, yes? I passed a promotional exam. Hell yeah. So, so you're gonna be a well, it's it's a little bit of a process. It might take some time, but Lieutenant Melendez sounds pretty good. L M Apostri and Taqueria. That's what's up. There it is. Hell yeah. That's going to be dope. All right. So we got some questions for her because we're very interested on what the hell happens in the prisons or jails, but we're not going to, you know, we're going to try to keep it so that we don't give away their secrets to do their jobs. Also, we kind of talked about that. Yes. So. I kind of met up, I linked up with uh, Vanessa because of Mari. Mari. And then we we pretty much legitimized everything on live, on IG, on the live. I was going live. 
And that's kind of how we set everything up. So it was pretty dope. So I met up with Vanessa yesterday to take some pictures of her and her her little, because she also does um, the Big Sisters, yes? Mm-hmm. Or Big Brothers, Big Sisters, mm-hmm. uh, which is dope. Which I spoke upon earlier. Earlier. So this is kind of, you know, we're going to go into that. Um, and one of the things she said is that not only does she jump out of perfectly good planes. Oh, come and, on. On purpose. <laughs> So the, the skydiving. Sky yeah. I so want to skydive. Oh, okay, oh, I'm setting up a trip. Let's do it. The right the door. Door. No, I'm gonna sit this one out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. No, keep that, <laughs> keep that door open. I'll jump right out. No, that door is open. I'll take pictures. Give me your camera. Hell no. Give me your camera. I got the photos. Yeah, we'll take I'm pictures. I got the photos. Um, We're doing it. Yeah, we're doing oh, it. Lord my Jesus. words, 2020. All right, I'm, we go. You know what? I've been, that wanting, I've been wanting to skydive for years, like, and I'm probably the only person in my family that like actually wants to do it. So like, oh my god, yeah. And I, I, I haven't gone because I have nobody to go with me. So mm. we're oh, doing a partner. Yes. There it is. Okay, all right, let's yep. do it. There See, the closest is. place I thought was like Lodi or something. Don't, so we won't even record. talk about Lodi. They got a bad record. Lodi has some issues. I ain't did no research in Lodi. Did somebody just die in Lodi? Yeah, Lodi gets gets a bad rap. Um, I've heard stories, and I actually spoke to someone in the industry in the skydiving field, mm-hmm. and they said what what's going on with Lodi? It's it's so cheap to jump out of Lodi, ah. and you attract skydivers from across the world that are you know they're not necessarily making a steady income, so they're just looking for a quick cheap high. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they go to Lodi. Huh. And that's kind of what happens. Wow. There you go. So it's the Walmart of skydiving. Yeah. Uh, I said it. I said it. I said it. That's not her opinion. That's my opinion. It's a Groupon. Of, of, so don't. Yeah. Buy I one, mean, it is. So buy one, get one free. Say we're going to, to Davis. Okay. Uh, Skydance. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Shout out to them. Their staff is phenomenal. And oh. um, I've jumped there twice. Is it by the freeway? Or is no. Okay, no, see, that's land in the freeway. People are, that's why people They're are dying. Like... They're landing in the damn freeway getting hit by cars. <laughs> in I am not even That playing. is funny I shit. wish that was that a joke. Just happened. That's not I funny. was like, I wish that was a joke. Yeah. That is wow. Funny. So I just yeah. laughed yeah. and I'm an idiot. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm the devil. I'm going to hell. Yeah, rest in peace. All right. Okay, so why did you become a correctional officer, sergeant now? But correctional officer would be the general term, Yes. Yeah. Why yeah. did you decide well, to work in corrections? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so as a teen, uh, I, well, first of all, a little background about me. You know, mm-hmm. I'm representing that LA hat. You know, born and raised in Southeast LA. No. Um, okay. 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 Um, I grew up in a neighborhood where Better. cops weren't really liked, right? And right. Um, I, I was lucky enough to have a really cool family friend who I grew up admiring mm-hmm. just because of the kind of person he was. He ended up becoming a police officer mm. and um, he we lost touch with him and his family. He kind of came back into our lives. He, we found out he was working for a local PD and he got me involved with their Explorer program. Nice. Um, I didn't really think about it too much. I just thought, you know, it's something to do. Um, got involved in that. That kind of helped me to develop um, into a confident young lady at the mm. time. A lot of team building. I got teased a lot at school. Like, oh, here comes a pig. She oh smells my like bacon. God. I, I, it was funny to yeah. me because I never let it get to me. Yeah. I was like, okay, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. I'll see your mom at the checkpoint, though. <laughs> make sure she ain't drinking. <laughs> um, you know, I'd make jokes out of it, and I'd kind of go with it. You know, it, was, it, yeah. it really didn't affect skin, me. Right? Yeah. yeah. And um, so I kind of grew up in that environment. 
I had aspirations to have my own career and, and do something that I would call my own. Um, I, so I, that kind of planted the seed with me getting into law enforcement. Mm -hmm. Uh, that program, uh, I basically graduated from that program and then I went on to my life. I'm going to pursue school. Okay. I don't want to do school. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I just kind of went in different directions. Ultimately, I wanted to start an own nonprofit organization and this, that, and the other. Mm -hmm. Well, I had to make money though. So I was working as a contractor, Mm -hmm. uh, with that contractor job, it allowed me to travel to various prisons across the state, up and down the state. Um, funny story. And I didn't really know about the department of corrections other than I knew people that were locked up, um, or knew of people that were locked up, Mm -hmm. um, which it's very uncommon for someone not to know someone that's been locked up. Right. Um, so I'm working as a contractor, a CO comes in and he's all disgruntled talking, you know, this, that, and the other about why he's there. Why do I have to, I'm like, Hey bro, check this out. There's a door. Don't let it hit you behind the back. Ah. Bye Felicia. I'm not dealing with yeah. you. You know? And I yeah. was like next. And yeah. so later his supervisor came up to me and mind you, I'm a contractor. I'm like in my early twenties. I just, you know, kind of punked this dude out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And his supervisor comes up to me with a serious look on his face. He's like, Hey. I need to talk to you. And I was like, yes, sir. He's like, um, the serious look kind of went away, smiled. He's like, have you ever considered applying for the department? <laughs> yeah, that's tight. I'm like, uh, no, sir, but I will. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, tough. Um, are you telling me to apply? We're applying. Are we all applying? Are we all getting jobs? We get jobs. We put I, her I name down. Crew. I yeah. We're going to put her crew. name um, down. Yeah. Yeah. So needless to say, you know, we fast forward. It took me six years to get in the department because, mm. oh, you know, I'm a Schwarzenegger. A couple hiring freezes, state jobs, stuff like that. So yeah. I waited patiently. And then finally I was like, you know what? Forget this. I'm over it. And then they called me. I was like, okay, okay, I'm coming. I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to do it anymore. Okay, I'm coming. Um, did, you ever, did you ever have any doubts about your career choice? I, like, because you just mentioned, yeah, at some point... You, you were like, well, screw it, I'm done. But once you got in and you had some spent some time there, like, did you ever have any doubts once you got in there? You know, it's that's that's a great question. The only time I experienced uh, an ounce of doubt was um, leaving leaving L.A. Dri- literally my drive from Los Angeles to Galt, California, oh, the yeah, good old nice. city of Galt. Right? Yeah. I didn't even know. Yeah, I didn't know what Galt was. And mind you, there was a fire uh, on the way on the drive up there. So it extended my drive an additional two to three hours. It started getting dark. I was on the five. You can't see anything, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's dark. And I'm like, literally, (laughs) this is a sign. With my broke down Mustang, with all my stuff in the back, driving up here. And I'm like, tears coming down my eyes. Like, granted, nothing was holding me back to LA. My parents, my family, everyone was super supportive. I had a great uh, support system, but I'm like, what the heck am I getting myself into? Literally, I'm thinking on my way up there, I'm like, what am I going to expect? And I'm thinking, sorry, in the academy, they're going to be yelling at me, you know, but literally that was it. After that, I'm like, I'm in it to win it. I'm 29 years old. I'm not getting any younger. This is a career. This is what I wanted. This is what I asked for. Let's do it. Yeah. Tight. Yeah. Boss. Yeah. Boss. Boss ass woman of Sacramento, well, of LA that lives in Sacramento. So I have a question kind of based off of that question. Um, I know the culture from L. Like, so you said East LA. And from my understanding, is that very like the Hispanic culture is very 
like strong out there right yeah so okay. yeah it's more on the southeast area but yeah a lot of uh you hear a lot of people that immigrate and that come from mexico, mexico literally too. speak about the cities that they're going to and that's right around yeah. the area i grew up okay and so moving from east la to galt like that's a complete culture yeah, change yeah, like yeah, there's sure. no you oh know? it got yeah. it got way more there's like no they don't even have that. tacos bro <laughs> after galt i went up to susanville Oh, oh shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that I'm sure that was hard already. You are so. That was that was um wow. I now I, I'm gonna I love I loved my time up there. Yeah. I loved it. You make it what it is. That's yeah. how that's okay. how I look at it. Yeah. Um I learned so much and I was there to work. Yeah. I was there to work. There was a lot of work to do. The prison that I worked at was very um mm-hmm. active. Um and that's to say the time that I was there before that it was even more active. Mm-hmm. It was like the it was a comparable to Pelican Bay at, one, at one point. Wait, at one so point. when you yeah, so explain active? You explain active to people though. Like, what do you, what do you mean by saying active? Active, like, um, so and Game granted, before stuff. before my time, it was it was busier. But when I was there, and to answer your question, I was there between 2013 and. Uh, 2017 so the handful of years that I was there and when I say active the yard that I worked on was a maximum level four yard like a lot of Um, gang stuff and gang stuff was on the daily we were used to it as stabbings and fights were a constant it was um yeah I mean it was common it was common commonplace um lockdowns from what you hear lockdowns are are different than they used to be now it's not like crazy long lockdowns and stuff like that now it's not it's not as uh as long and and it's the program is just slightly limited and stuff. Yeah. Um, has the job affected any of the prejudices that you've had or have or have you found that you have new prejudices because of the job that you do? Um, you know, it's it's one of those things where luckily, luckily, I grew up in, in an area where, yeah, I was predominantly Hispanic, um, first generation you know, Mexicans, um, you know, raising a family and stuff like that. But at the same time, I got out a lot. Um, I was, I I allowed myself to be, to, you know, submerse myself into a diverse population. I had friends of every different culture, color, you know, whatever the case was. So I already, I was already kind of exposed to that. Um, I was exposed to gangs, you know, granted, I wasn't like close, close to them. Um, cent- I wasn't located centrally, like, right, like, oh, this is where this street yeah. is. And this is yeah. where, like, you know, stay yeah. away from that corner. Um, but I was familiar with the lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of already knew um, what to expect. So having an open mind is already important. Yes. Coming with an open mind, it's already important Absolutely. for your job. Yeah. And tolerance is a big thing for mm-hmm. me. Um, that's a big word in an environment like that, because granted, I did see a lot of stuff culturally in the prison that Mm -hmm. I would have never guessed. And, Mm -hmm. um, certain races would act different with Mm me. Um, and it was, it had a lot of, lot to do with, I mean, granted it started from, there's so many different factors, the politics, um, what they can and can't say to the canine, the popo, Mm -hmm. the, you know, the Mm -hmm. cops, whatever. Um, also I'm a female. So some races, they won't even look at me. They won't even right. talk to me, which I was like good with. I'm like, cool, that's good. You stay over there. I'll stay over here, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and some, on the other hand, I mean, some guys were there, regardless of their race, were there for crimes against women. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's always a scary thing as well. Like, yeah. that's, 
And you yes. can, and, and as a woman, I can feel yeah. those vibes. Yeah. Yeah. I can sniff that out in a crowd and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I see you. And I'm like, I see Just you. Just the eye contact you. that they make, right? Like oh, yeah. immediately you can tell somebody's the, looking at you. The vibes. Or, you the know? power that they <sighs> want, you know, the... They just they just want to project that power on you. It's like I ain't here for that. Yeah, like yeah. So I ain't visiting, here for that. It's just yeah. like that. You can tell. Like that's crazy. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> yeah. For real. Like, tell him stop. But yeah, it's crazy. Get your um, friend. <laughs> don't look at me, little puppet. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out. Uh, so, yeah, it's definitely a different environment for sure. But biases, I, I you know, it's just, not really. I mean, granted, you see the dark sides of people in there. Right. Oh, sure. You yeah. really do. So, you know, to not take something away from that. Um, and I don't ever want to come out. Or Do you get jaded? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Do I get triggered when I see a certain kind of person or whatever the case is or certain kind of walk or I can recognize by the way someone walks whether they've been locked up or not and I haven't even been in the department for that long right yeah um but yeah you, you do take some from it um but it's just a matter of you know for me it's like I'm not gonna let it affect me or jade me to the point where I'm acting like a freaking weirdo out in the street too you know? right yeah, yeah. I feel <laughs> how do you like just to kind of piggyback off that though how do you maintain that boundary because you can see so much I imagine in there how do you keep that th- that line from when you're at home and dealing with day-to-day people, especially recognizing the walk, recognizing mm-hmm. the maybe tattooed down, maybe mm-hmm. just how they stand. How do you separate that from everyday life and not having those or maybe judging someone in a certain way that's now out on the street? Mm-hmm. So the way I look or at it- Or rehabilitated, uh-huh. you yeah. know what I'm saying? And that, that, that R word is a big thing right now that right. they push right now, which rightfully so, because a lot of these people, the bottom line is they're getting out and they're going to be living mm-hmm. next to us and yeah. in our community, you mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. So, and they, they deserve, they deserve that, you know, if, if, but a lot of them, they don't want it. So hopefully, you know, they, they get what they can out of it. But so the bottom line for me is this, and this comes, this goes into my core values and the way I was raised and, and how I was raised. And thank God my parents were phenomenal. Um, but I'm going to treat people the way I want to be treated. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Period. Yep. No, it's yeah, not about it. Yeah. Um, you know, respect earns respect and, and, you know, and I, I think I heard you guys say this on a previous podcast, but, you know, be the first person to make that step. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. If I see someone walking up to me, regardless, even if he has tattoos on his face, yeah. for me, I kind of I kind of like that. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I'm going to say what's up to the homie. Like, hey, what's up, man? How's it going? Same. And they'll be like, oh, hey, man. And it's like, OK. They don't expect you to say anything just because you guys may be two completely different people. And, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. You breaking that barrier is kind of like, oh, you, you see the happiness on the other side of it almost. Yeah. You know? I love it. Yeah. Well, they get and to see that she's just a person. She's just a person. Yeah. At the end of the day, we're all people. Yep. And they don't like to be judged. Right. I I don't like to be judged. Um, And I think we kind of spoke about this um, yesterday. But I you know, you look at me and you don't think that I've worked in that environment, you know, and not at all. And and I kind of like that sometimes, you know, but at the same time, I also 
Um, I also like it to be known like, hey, you know what, like, it doesn't matter what you look like, how big, tall, whatever your background is, whether you have a PhD or whether, you know, you have a GED, um, you can you can do this. You know, you know what? No, she gave me she gave me the best response, though, because uh, I almost felt to explain why I have never see her as being one. But she gave me the best response. And it was like, well, what does one look like? What does a correctional officer Shut look like? Up, huh? Well, not necessarily <laughs> me, but it's more like because the way I look at it is like, oh, yeah. which was the question was like, you jump out of a perfectly good plane. Like, that's why I look at it. Like, why would you put yourself in a situation where it's like dangerous? You know, yeah. where I'm constantly trying to make sure we're all safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's more on that because, you know, you can never... And you let's know. be honest, as humans, we, it's supernatural for us to think like... Yeah bigger you know built people yeah. you know most likely and we right. even when i i'm a woman and even when i see women as police officers shout out to them or any, you know anywhere in that industry shout out to them because my first instinct is like oh shit you know if something yeah. you know and i hate to even go this way but if something bad was to happen or somebody was to run props to them because these women are tackling them like you know just yeah. a man would and naturally as human yeah. we would as humans we wouldn't expect that from yep. anybody and anybody everybody, yeah. yeah and in most cases um i feel that uh, a woman in that you know in that field in that environment you know going up against those challenges i feel like sometimes they do it with more heart absolutely because absolutely it's it's uh it's, because now we have to show you yeah. <laughs> or you know now now it's more like i want to show you that i could just do exactly what Amanda yeah, is, you absolutely. Know? Yeah. is that how, is that kind of like yeah. what Yeah, oh your yeah, absolutely, is? 100%. Um, I, I, because I knew the prison that I was uh, going to go work for was was pretty busy, um, I always made it a point to um, to be at the at front and center when something was happening That's and do sweet. my best to get as involved as I could. Mm-hmm. Um and granted, we don't we don't go out there and say, oh, I want to use force today. You know, that's not that right. we don't we don't want to do that. No. Um, there's no. so much more that comes with that. Um, take away, you know, the you know, the, the mindset and, you know, the mentality and processing everything when you're done. It's like it, it's it's pretty heavy stuff. So um, but at the same time, like I was like, OK, cool. What's the hardest? What's the hardest thing to do? Let's do that. You know, show me how to do that. How is that done? You know, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. <laughs> nice. nice. Sweet. Nice. So what do uh, films and TV shows get wrong about Joe? Oh, my God. Because there um, it is. I knew that was going to be a good one. That, yeah. yeah. I, I've been kind of binge watching Orange is the New Black, too. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, ugh, so annoying. Trying to catch up. You know, it's comical. Um, I think the biggest thing is to see um, the interaction between inmates and staff and a lot of the over-familiarity that happens. Um, granted, prison's not perfect. Um, cops are not perfect. Inmates are not perfect you know shit's gonna happen yeah. um it is what it is you it's know it's like the perfect um, storm yeah yeah exactly yeah. and it is you know and uh you get weak people whether it be an inmate or uh or a cop um more specifically a cop you get a weak person and they get manipulated and these inmates they're a lot of them are doing life yeah. they they look at how how you walk what you wear, yeah. what kind of keys, what are you eating? How often do you eat at that place? You know, why do you walk this way? What, what, you know, what brand are your boots? Why do you wear a hat on this day? They know, they read everything and they try to use it against you. Mm-hmm. And they push that envelope, they push that envelope to see, okay, let's see if she's going to, if she's going to say what's up to me today. Okay. How is she going to say, it? you know, how is it? It's like, nah. nah. <laughs> but I'd say the, the over familiarity and the interaction between inmates and staff, 
on some of these shows. It's just so over-exaggerated. Right. Um, granted, I hope it's not like that at other places. You know, I'm only yeah. able to speak upon my experience at the prison I worked at. Yeah. Um, and again, that wasn't even like a really, like a, it wasn't for a long period of time. Um, but we, I mean, we were a prison that was known for not having a cell phone issue. Um, a lot of prisons have, you know, they what, have access. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, that area, it was as a very isolated area. Um, if you live there, you either paroled from the prison or you work there. So it was a very, very small town. Damn. Um, that's how small of a town it was. Um, so yeah, I'd say, I'd say definitely that's just an over-exaggeration. The lockup, of course, they capitalize on all the drama, you know, the, um, cell extractions and all that crazy stuff. We're not always doing cell extractions, you know, it's like. Okay, inmates are not always banging their heads up against you know the cell so window. How do, feel, um, <laughs> how do you feel about the jailbird? I was gonna ask. Show? That, yeah. Oh, that you know what? Locally? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I remember, Look so, at you being messy. I remember <laughs> them saying something about how the show was kind of, of and the, the inmates were saying how the show was kind of almost a setup. How people were how and I remember one of the I mean because I'm very familiar with the system and it's kind of like entwined with family and all of that stuff so i've been there a few times i kind of uh-huh. familiar with a lot right so from when i was watching the show i'm like so they just literally are just recording this girl sit on the bench and you can see the other girl like in the background like walking up total staged and i'm like oh shit like they just did that like they just let them fight yeah. you know and that of course it was probably recorded but like how real do you think mm-hmm. that is um, I mean, I, I don't know, uh, as about, you know, watching it from the TV. Yeah. Watching mm-hmm. it. So it was, it was really interesting. Um, I, as far as those fights go, I don't, I mean, here's the thing. Um, inmates that are like really down for the cause, they will never talk to cameras. That's what right. I was Never saying. talk right. to cameras. Right. You'll never yeah. catch them talking to cameras. Um, a lot of the, those inmates in there, like it's, you could tell they're doing it for show, you know, they probably want followers, whatever the case may be. Um, it was comical, but yeah, like out of pocket, like they did a pretty cool, they did a pretty good job, like the bowl talk or the toilet oh, bowl yeah. talking yeah. or whatever. That's, yeah. crazy, that's hilarious. Right? That's real, right? <laughs> they really do that's that. That's real. Oh, yeah. The yeah. kites. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, the kites, the fish lines. Um, I mean, all that stuff, they con doing it all the time. Um, the, you know, the terms that they use, it's just, it's a whole nother language yeah, in there. And it's, it, but it's hilarious how they broke it down. Cause my husband and I are watching it. We're just like laughing, like, oh, it's out of pocket. That's awesome. Do you ever feel like, um, you're also serving time? Like, um, with the inmates while you're working? So I, uh, again, going like my career is still really short. Um, mm-hmm. but I wasn't at that prison for long, but I mean, you would get, they call it, they call them holdovers or forced drafts or whatever. I, different prisons have different terms, but you basically get forced to work a 16 hour shift versus mm-hmm. a straight, a straight. Wow. Eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So days like that, when you, um, when you're working and you're still fairly new or you, you don't even have to be new. Your prison just has to, you know, if your prison has issues with hiring cops and stuff like that. Um, you literally, you get caught walking out the gate, like, Hey, we need to keep you for another shift. You have plans with your family, with with your man. That's when it starts to kind of feel like, okay. Yeah. But now speaking to a lot of the OGs that have been working there for a very, very long time. Yes. It's like, they're doing time too. Like they're doing time with these inmates. They, 
kind of grew up with some of these inmates oh, in their wow. careers, you yeah. know? Because you imagine right. that. Yeah. It, and right. that's, and it, it chips away at you um, from as what I... As a person? I, yeah, as a person. You know, you, you become institutionalized as well. Um, do you so, think that... Sorry. No, do you okay. think that people get... I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> do you think that people get... So, speaking on, like, growing up with people, it's very easy. You know, we've been doing this podcast 30, 31 episodes so far. You know, we've gained a relationship. Do you think that it is hard to not gain that relationship with that person like you kind of or do you never have that opportunity yeah or do you never have that opportunity to almost yeah you I mean and depending everyone's so different um and and officers have so many different backgrounds you know um I I had I got a good talking to uh by this OG cop he kind of pulled me under his wing a little bit he's like oh check this out you know and this is how you do this blah 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 he had a phenomenal rapport with the inmates um, he treated them with utmost respect, um, you know, and granted, it's it's um, it's a very somber environment to work mm-hmm. in. So and whenever you're in an environment like that, your defense mechanism is to joke around. So yeah. I, there were days when we'd had we would have fun smoking and joking, you know, you know, and the inmates would tease us and we would tease them and kind of, you know, make fun of them a little bit. But that was just the nature of the beast. Yeah. That's how we survived, quote unquote, yeah. in that environment mm-hmm. and made light of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you definitely uh, begin to develop a relationship with some of these inmates. Personally, I tried my best not to go right. there because as a woman, it's a little different mm-hmm. on how you yeah. have to carry yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would definitely see a lot of the cops that had way more time in the department, the way they carried themselves, the That's way awesome. they, you know, address certain things. And at the end of the day, I mean, some of these inmates there, you're literally supervising them. They're working for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you, yeah, you definitely, and, and I mean, we're, we're outnumbered. Yeah. So yeah. it would be, it would be, it wouldn't be a good idea for you to go in there acting like you're freaking Rambo and treat them like, you know, like they're dirt bags. Yeah. So um, you know, it's just inappropriate. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. Do you find new officers that do go in with that kind of mindset? So, um, as a new officer and kind of speaking to like my experience, um, yes. And you get humbled real quick because yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. how dare you 21 year old new cop go work at a level four prison and tell a dude that's been down for longer than you've been alive to go lock it up. Yeah. Right. So, or to go back to your cell, you know, yeah. go back to your cell. And you also see some people that don't have a lot of life experience go in there and, you know, they have like this false sense of bravado. I'm this, I'm that. It's like, Hey bro, that's just a badge on your chest, but yeah. you have to remember there's a heart behind there. And you want to yeah. protect that. Right. Yeah. But yeah. we also go through this weird transition where, we're you know we're just regular civilians out in the street we go through this academy we hit the you know we hit our boots on the ground at a freaking prison those doors lock up behind you you're like okay she's just got real (laughs) um and you need to you need to get comfortable in your boots what kind of officer are you gonna be you know am i gonna be the letter letter of the law officer am i gonna be the spirit of the law officer what am i gonna do how am i gonna do everyone's watching you everyone Mm -hmm. cops supervisors inmates uh, you know, free staff that work in there. Um, you know, cameras. everyone's watching. You. <laughs> cameras yeah. are watching you. Yeah. Um. So yes, you do kind of go through that, but you get humbled real quick because either you're gonna get checked, um, mm. some way somehow. Hopefully, it's by staff that's looking out for yeah. you. Which I did find myself like kind of going through a battle. Like I need to be this, and I need to be that, and I need to yell. And that it's like 
I learned real quick, you know what? As long as I control my emotions, I'm good. Because yeah. some of these so, guys, they just want to, like, test you, you yeah. know? Yeah. So that it's good that you said that. Because outside of, like, laughter, especially all that, that comes with, you know, being a woman inside of the prison, you know, and having to maintain these boundaries with these relationships that you, you know what I'm saying, and trying to make sure that you're, you know, you're showing your heart and, you know, how do you maintain or how do you, like, balance not getting stressed out? Like, outside of laughter, what are you doing to kind of, keep your stress level down that is that's a good one um that's, especially if you're there for 16 hours what, yeah right you... um and that's a constant battle for a lot of people in law enforcement in mm-hmm. general that's across the board a blanket uh, issue mm-hmm. um we we get a lot of training that uh basically we're trained on how to um it's called like stress resiliency. So, mm-hmm. you know, what to do, what not to do, how to do it. You know, a lot of people, they go through this, it's called correctional fatigue. And it's like mm. an emotional fatigue that you experience. You're at this heightened, especially like working at a busy prison, a level mm-hmm. four, you're at this heightened sense of alertness constantly. Right. Literally, you don't want any inmates walking behind you. Right. You're checking your 90s. So anytime you walk through a door, right. you're literally mm-hmm. looking left and right right and left up and down you know you're knowing where your gunners are where's what direction is the wind blowing and all these things are going through your mind what direction are you going to walk in what part of the yard you know stuff like that so you have to learn to go home instead of going straight to the couch or straight for that beer go to the gym hang out with your family find out what hobbies you're into what you like you need to capitalize on that and it's hard to do that as simple as it sounds Oh, it doesn't um, sound simple at all. I heard you guys talking about, you know, McDonald's and stuff like that. When I first started, I was working the graveyard shift. I would get off my graveyard shift at six in the morning. By 6.15, I was at the drive-thru buying all kinds of McDonald's breakfast, then the donut shop, then home. I would chow down as much as I could, go to sleep, wake up, chow down some more, go to sleep, wake up, and go to work. So, And that was not healthy. And I I gained weight real quick. And I was like, okay, time to scale it back down. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) it's definitely a discipline um, that we, and and that goes also goes into um, having a good support system. You know, some people are going to recognize you're you're not being yourself yeah um and yes you it will change you mm-hmm. you will become a little bit jaded because you're not dealing with that really nice sweet old lady that you just pulled over right. you know you're dealing with with people that are are that not sense. in there for praying yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, some of them are easier to deal with some of them are not right. um so it does you know kind of test your patience a little bit and um you just have to kind of rely on yourself to get you know pull that out and and go do something positive okay and i know i know you're saying you rely on yourself but so you spoke upon having that good support system so uh, kind of two questions in one one the first one is what is the most depressing thing or the most i would say situation that kind of touched your heart or made you a little bit sad if you can speak upon that um and then also i'll just kind of base the second question by itself so that would be the first one is there a situation Mm -hmm. that really like was very heartfelt or kind of made you go home to second think about it and Mm -hmm. you know um yeah i will never forget this experience um i was assisting the uh investigative services unit they're basically like the detectives of the prison they um they were gonna serve a search warrant on uh, a visitor that was coming in to visit uh, her her boo thing right mm-hmm. and um they were suspecting that she was gonna bring in you know some dope mm-hmm. so I 
they would call me and they would help help me. Um, they would have me help them conduct the search, the okay. strip yeah. search on mm-hmm. these the women. women. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, there were often times this, she wasn't the only one where these women would bring in their kids, oh, man. assuming that oh 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 she brought her kids so we're not even gonna bother you know and um and it would always break our hearts. So this particular female brought her kid um and she made someone else that she brought with her. Uh, we call them mules. This chick, you looked at her, she just she was a meal like yeah. it was it was sad so the meal's the one that had the contraband um in places that you shouldn't have contraband yeah um but ultimately um they ended up arresting both the females and then they took the two two kids because both of them brought it brought kids wow the saddest part about it and i had i had to process these emotions first it was um first it was sad right i was sad i was like oh my gosh she brought the kid and she thinks that you know so. then it was anger like what is wrong with you yeah yeah. And then it was like this whole nother emotion, which I had never experienced. And I was like, what the heck? Because the interaction between her and the child was so, um, it was so disconnected. Oh. She was crying crocodile tears. And the child was like, oh, okay, bye, mom. I'll see you later. You know, like, like I'm like, what is, you know, so that's what made me even more sad. Like, I'm like, wait, what's going on here? The kid doesn't um, even realize how to how to process that situation or emotion exactly it's already desensitized to to that situation and now you're creating a horrible human being i'm like how could you put your how could you put a child through something like that yeah that hits close home that's very i'm all entwined with you know the foster care agency and that's something that you'll have a conversation with a kid and they're just like oh yeah my my mom's in jail or my dad's in jail right And, and you're like what the fuck you know, like, it's like normal. are you for real? Like, I'm yeah. so mad that that's even, you know, questionable. So that that definitely tops the cake for sure. I could relate. Um, so in regards to your support system, how does your family, when you're, for, for example, that situation, you go home and you're just completely, you know, out of it. Um, how does your family support you with these tough situations? Or even maybe if you're for a whole week, you're just like, damn, this is a long week. I'm so stressed out. With we already know how life is, you know how stressful life is. So entwined with the, your job, mm-hmm. how how do they support you with that? So I'm I'm lucky enough to where I've had a job for the past um, almost I'd say almost three years where I've actually been in an office and I'm processing backgrounds, you know. So uh, so I'm not haven't been in in actually on you know yeah on a yard for for oh, quite nice. some time now. So it's yes. been it's been a huge huge change. Um, but when and if, you know, and this was also back when I did work in, in the prison, um, I I have a phenomenal husband who also works in the field. Mm, okay. So he understands my stressors. Okay. He I can go home and I can say, you know, this happened and speak in quote unquote our language and mm-hmm. he'll completely 100% understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Yeah. Um, he's been doing it for, I believe he's going on 17 years um, so he's been doing it for a pretty long time and he started when he was like 21. Oh, um, wow. okay. yeah. So, um, so he, he definitely knows his way around a prison. Um, and he is, he's like 
the biggest supporter. Um, my mom who lives with us part-time, she's a phenomenal supporter and they always encourage me. If I need to jump out of an airplane, they're going to support <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> my mom will do it with me. My husband will be cheering for me down on the ground. That's a smart man. That's a smart man. Shout out to moms. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah and he's he's also very active um and uh so he supports me i i also used to train in kickboxing um before i started the department so he knows better (laughs) (laughs) so every now and then if i need to go punch a bag kick it elbow you know knees and stuff like that i'll i'll take full advantage of that um that is such a good outlet um on a side note i believe every person should know self-defense yeah, you know sure. i mean man that's i can't stress that enough um at least basic moves for sure um but yeah they're they just kind of go with whatever basically whatever direction i want to go in as far as my and that's so important stress relievers yeah that's so important um okay and so my last question that i have for you is um so i know that i see constantly on instagram you were talking about the cell phone issues i think it's the funniest thing and please excuse me <laughs> but these these inmates take I really know. funny ass pictures right mm-hmm. and like i'm like this is wild how the hell you get that in yep. there because i'm seeing like gallons of alcohol yep. nowhere it makes you second question like how the hell they're getting that big ass Mm -hmm. bottle in there first you know um and i know that there's a lot of trading going on so they trade like honey buns for things honey buns are delicious (laughs) yeah honey buns just like random little things where it kind of gets interesting i guess Uh where you know the currency and and things in a place so what's the funniest i would say like trade or like what they've used for money or um even the craziest thing that you've seen in there if Uh. you can speak on that you said alcohol. First thing that comes to mind is Pruno or Risen oh, yeah. yeah. Wine. Yeah. It just literally, li- literally, wine. no joke, looks like someone threw up in a freaking garbage bag. Like, legit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, and it's like rotten fruit, uh, right? Yeah, it's fermented fruit <laughs> and they have to like burp it. It's it's like a full-on process. Oh, they okay. always, they'll like, typically they'll hide it like in their mattresses or in like their pillowcases to try to, you know, See? but we can smell it. Um, you can't miss that strong yeah but that's i mean they they would there was like they would be like like a someone that's really good at making pruno and he would use that as currency um i mean there are things that they use as currency that i'm sure i don't even want to know or see or you know um but that's for a whole nother podcast um (laughs) uh a lot of food canteen so anything that they can buy at the canteen um (gasps) okay this is so out of pocket so I have to mention it because you're saying like, but now we're trading. So I've had, oh, so one of my dumbass exes, sorry, I had went, <laughs> did some time. Okay. Well, a while ago. Marty is a whole This thug. fool had <laughs> sent me a rose made out of damn toilet paper. You're going to get creative. And like mm-hmm. dye or something. It was like Kool-Aid as a dye. Yo, I was so impressed. And you was like, oh my <laughs> God, I love you. I was like, what the fuck? Every that? inmate becomes so creative. creative. They yeah. all can draw. Okay, can't like, wait yeah. till you're out. We're going to create you a business. Like, where is this person? Have you seen creative things like that? Oh my God. Like, I'm surprised it wasn't made out of like Starburst Oh, see? Um, rappers. Yes. They, they oh, make jewelry. Boxes. The paper, yeah. mm-hmm. there, there was an inmate that um, would draw and he would ship the stuff to his sister yeah. and she would sell it online oh, for yeah. like bank. 
Yeah. Oh my god. And and I'm, and I'm like and I'm like I'm finding out what they're in for and I'm like, bro, you could be making bank yeah. in the streets right now. Like yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> they're so crafty and creative. You'd be surprised what they can make with that the well, it shows awesome. what time and just, yeah. time to think will do, man. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, just the tattoo guns alone. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, oh how, so do they get, they get taken, obviously, right? Yeah, because, they get confiscated. Right, okay, so how much time do you think that they, like, spend on that? Um, I mean, there's some that they literally just need a couple parts. Like, they'll oh. buy a CD player just to take the little machine uh, out of it. And oh, then wow. mm-hmm. if someone can get them, like, a little, you know, the little spring that comes on the, the yeah. pens. Um, oh, that they'll straighten that out, they'll burn it, and then they'll sharpen it. They'll use that as a needle. Oh um, so they saran wrap. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's so creative. That's awesome. Just imagine if you use that on the streets. Mm-hmm. Like just yeah. be, you know, just saying like the, like oh, their creativity. That part of honestly though, you know I, what I mean? like I mean not just to put you know people's business out there, but I got someone very very close to me that sat down for a very long time, and to see him use his creativity and to just take his critical thinking now, mm-hmm. like he was down for like ten years, you know what I'm saying? So to see the just how he applies that energy into work and everyday life, and it's amazing to see because mm-hmm. he's so much more like like efficient than I am like you know what I'm saying and then that structure that's there you know what I'm saying like it took a long took a long long time for him to break that (laughs) cycle but I'm like you're so fucking clean like you're cleaning everything like I knew a part of it was just to keep his hands busy yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, you're so clean. You're so, like, you, you, bruh. It just you got... You iron your shirt with the cream. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I'm like, you just mopped the floor with your hands. You know what I'm saying? Just yesterday. The chill. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we don't want to be clean in here every five seconds. You man, know I mean? there were some cells I'd walk into. I'm like, man, you probably eat off this floor. Yeah. So impressive. And then there were some that I'm like, what did something yeah, die in here? Oh, yeah. 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 no mama's like, I know what you guys eat. <laughs> like, Damn. Do that. For real, that's funny. So, a lot of injuries must go on. I mean, it's a dangerous environment. What, what kind? What's like the worst? Uh, like, I'm sure know, everything from yeah, I can think of anything. I mean, you can think literally of. running across the yard, you can mess up your ankle, but I. Honestly, and I'm, I'm going to kind of harp on this one. I think the biggest injuries are the ones that you don't see. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. You get a lot of people that, you know, going back to that overtime, you know, that there's, you can get forced over or you can take overtime. There are people literally working 16 hour shifts for like four days in a row. Right. Now, what's that doing to your family? What's that telling your family, you know? And oh, then, you took it a whole to a whole oh, other yeah. level. No, yeah, it gets like, and yeah. it's that it run runs rampant, and that's uh, that goes back to also the support system. Yeah, money's nice and everything, but you're never gonna get back that graduation right. or that game, yeah. you know, things like that. So, um, a lot of the you know the PTSD that that they suffer, especially you know, shout out to my OGs out there because I ain't got nearly half as much time as they do. But man, they've they've seen a lot. Um, you know, they. Uh, just and and maybe not even being directly involved in an incident but seeing your your partner get injured or hurt or stabbed yeah i mean that's something that's going to stay with you for a pretty long time wow and uh, something that you'd have to work through mentally and you know to kind of back on that uh a security guard i work with used to be in military he's served in afghanistan as well and some of uh when he we talk he says a lot of his ptsd and a lot of his regrets are times 
that he didn't pull the trigger or think like that. So it always makes me wonder if, you know, something occurred that maybe he felt was preventable mm-hmm. to where, you know, a partner, a buddy, a, you know, somebody was killed because of that. So yeah. it's like, so it kind of just shows the different how you brought just some of the biggest injuries or the personal tolls it takes mm-hmm. on, you know, you and your family or, you know, these individuals incarcerated or their families. So it's, it can so many mm-hmm. different levels of injury, on both just, levels yeah, not just physical yeah but on both levels as well yeah. so mm-hmm. it, it, it's crazy because yeah. even like say like a you're a, you know a correctional sergeant now you know got that right this time but uh it's like you know if you had your own kids you know or whatnot like that can take a toll in their quality of life and also got to think of the inmates yeah they're, if they have kids and their families their quality of life is also affected so it's on both sides of the yeah. spectrum which is important to kind of pinpoint yeah. that you know we're all human and the brain's not built to to survive that kind of mental stress constantly exactly. you know what i mean so we all, always got to constantly take care of ourselves pretty dope yeah yeah it's crazy it's crazy just different levels of how it can be affected absolutely Um, do you feel there's things that prisons can do better just in your opinion um i i think the there's a huge push for the rehabilitative efforts right now um again you know with all these bills that are passing and stuff you're seeing a lot of these uh inmates that are uh becoming members of active members of society there's so many programs that are afforded to these individuals in there um even even at the level that i was working at um a lot of these people were down for life um you know there was no uh, you know, date in sight for them, but they, they were still afforded these programs. Um, I think a lot of the programs that they're offering now with the transition from, from being institutionalized to coming back into society, Uh you know, those are very, they, they're only as, as effective as the person. Yes. And it's it's so hard for, I mean, think about, you know, let's just use an example, a man that's been down for 30 years, and he's getting out. He's been used to being told what time to eat, when to eat, what you're eating, when you're going to go exercise. You know, they're so institutionalized and they're used to it. Now you have to come out. Well, I have to work. I have to pay bills. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah. How man, do I do that? Yeah. Right. And it, that can be a very, very tough transition. And some of them, they, they'd rather just stay locked up, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. that's yeah some of them real life is harder than in there right well it's not even that it's like it's it is hard you know it's reality it's reality but also the other thing too that comes into play is the fact that it's almost like psychological like ageism in a sense right so if you if the person went in when they were 21 Mm -hmm. though they spent 20 years in there they're still coming out of 21 year old 21 year old Mm -hmm. absolutely you know what i mean it's almost like when you look at also when women are abused like and if they're abused at a younger age and then they have issues when they're 30, you're not dealing with a 30-year-old woman. You're dealing with a 16-year-old woman that was raped or whatnot. So it's all these traumas that they go through. Like, you know, going to jail is, is a certain kind of trauma, depending on... Even if you, I like, agree. there's people that are doing life, like, 20 years for an Absolutely. ounce of weed. You know what I mean? So then they come out at 30, after 20 years, you're going to be that same person. And now you have all these freedoms again. You're going to fuck up again. If you didn't find a good way, you know what I mean? Like a good support, a good support system. Just the culture shock. Say you were incarcerated right. in 1980 and did 20 years and you come out in 2000. Right. Like 
that's night and yeah. day. Like, yeah. so. like cell phones, what? Yeah. Right? My cell phone don't flip? Wait, what? Wait, no, there was no cell phone. Freaking Zach Norris, his block phone. Oh yeah, yeah, and on th- another thing um, that uh, I've I've heard you know talk about, and doc- specifically doctors were discussing this, but depending on what type of drug use, if any, yeah, this individual was uh, partaking in, and the age, sometimes it doesn't allow them to develop, mm-hmm. um, so they kind of stay in that age, and wow. I actually experienced that in that environment. Um, uh, what I would find is sometimes the inmates would would act like um uh like middle schoolers mm. right like uh, like a woman would walk by and he, they're like laughing and giggling and it's like what the heck you know right. and, um granted you know we would check it real quick but um you know and and then I kind of do a little bit of background I'm like okay all right maybe maybe that's what's going on I'm not sure but um that also has a lot to play and then the PTSD that from the stuff that they experience out on the streets yeah. mm-hmm. has another play you know their mental health you know stuff like that yeah. we have evaluations that we do and we put them um you know we house them accordingly and stuff to kind of help them with that yeah. um but yeah that definitely has a lot to play so there's a lot of policy and politics plays you know a lot of policy affects how prisons can be run and things what's your view on politics i guess as a whole or maybe just the positive and negative of that aspect of it um i you know i don't i try not to to um what's the word i'm looking for just like worry I, about the policy that's made yeah i because that comes from such a high level and there's so many bills you know that are, are being passed and and so many policies that are changing constantly not just with cdcr but in law enforcement in general mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. always dealing with with the new policy a new procedure a new way of doing things and um this way's better this is old and we're going to do this now so for me it's just honestly it's just a matter of keeping up with what's changing at my level so and- it's like Okay, what's next? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah. yeah, because like you said, you're you're so far, all that's so far above. Yeah. So you're, you yeah, no it's a trip. It's just, and you kind of know where it comes from, and it's funny because um, you have different levels of people in uh, in in our you know in our profession. You have officers, uh, the correctional sergeants, the correctional lieutenants, captains, and they just keeps going up, right? Every single level has something that they, you know, complain about. (laughs) But it's just like any other job, right? It's like the cop, you know, the sergeant doesn't see it our way. The sergeant, the cops don't see, you know, lieutenants. Uh And it's just, that's just how it is. That's just the nature of the beast. But at the end of the day, I'm like both inmates and staff, as long as you treat everyone with respect and we're all here to leave, you know, in one piece, (laughs) we're happy. Um, Tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now with the big brothers and big sisters, um, how you're involved with it, you know, because I got a, I got a little chance. I got a chance to kind of spend some time with you yesterday, take some pictures of you doing your thing. And it's an amazing thing you're doing with your little one, with your little, which is what you call it. Mm-hmm. But I will tell you a funny story about because I, I told her you need to turn off the cop talk with me a little bit so when we were trying to find each other because i've never seen her in person i've only seen her on on instagram right and so i go yeah i'm over here by, by the big white 
building, the jewelry store. And she goes, I have a visual on the building. (laughs) So I'm thinking, I'm a civilian, right? So I'm thinking, oh, so can she picture it in her mind? No, she's like, legit, I have a visual. visual So I was like, okay, you have to turn this shit off. You you won't have to talk to me normal. Like, I... (laughs) I'm not with that one right there, but uh, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about the uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters and what you're doing. Okay, so uh, going back to you know the Explore program and what type of uh, what what type of uh, um, core values it instilled in me at such a young age, and even going back past that, even in elementary school, I used to go back uh, during my vacation time off, and um, I would go and mentor kids that were younger. Um, it's just a core value that I've always had volunteerism and mentorship. Um, I was lucky enough to meet some phenomenal people growing up and going back to my family friend and even just, I mean, just my mom is my biggest inspiration. Um, you know, and she's always been there for us. And, um, and I'm also really big on impacting, you know, young girls and being an inspiration to them. So when I, when my husband and I decided we're going to plant some roots here in the Sacramento area, I'm like, okay. I'm ready to get back involved in the community because I really didn't have that opportunity while I was up there. Um, so I I did a search and I'm like, all right. And I, have you guys seen that movie Role Models? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. So that was. They have a little. They have they the little. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was what I knew about. Have you lost mentoring. your little? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, that's what I knew. And that that's what I would kind of think about. And um, so I did a little bit of a search and I'm like, okay, what what is this? You know, and I submitted an inquiry online. And they reached out to me and I was like, yeah, I want to learn more about the program. I did a little bit of research. And I'm like, all right, I think this is something I can do. And my biggest concern was, do I have enough time? You know, am I going to be able to this? And what are the expectations? And so I kind of kind of took a break and, and chilled and did some research. And then I sat down with the match specialist. I went through a little background, a little live scan, stuff like that. Um, did an interview and then I got matched and the way they matched us was just phenomenal because we balance each other out. We have yeah. a lot in common. We have those core values in common yeah. and, um, she likes to help people anytime we're like driving and there's like a homeless person. I wish I had money to give him uh-huh. or, you know, I wish I had food to give her. And uh-huh. I'm like, Oh my God, I love her. She's yeah. just so <laughs> sweet and she's genuine. She's kind. She's sweet. She's just going to be a boss when she grows up. Um, And to be able to witness that is just phenomenal. Um, So I've been part of that program uh, for uh, this will be my second year. And I committed to spending um, anywhere between four to six hours a month with her. And it's kind of gauged on base based on your your schedule. Mm -hmm. So you can base it on your schedule. You don't have to be a, a first responder, a police officer or a correction officer to do it. Anyone in our community can do it. Mm-hmm. Anyone in our community can do it. And a lot of people have kind of hit me. And that's why I created the Instagram page, mm-hmm. um, the AJ underscore Ness underscore BBBS. Shameless plug. To share my big brother's big sister's journey with other people yeah. to answer questions about the program and to inspire other people to um, be, become part of the program. You Amazing. hear a lot of people complain about what's wrong with our youth today. <laughs> it's like, all but right, they don't you know do what? About it. Exactly. And yeah. what better way to plant and instill these cores, core values into our youth than to do one-on-one mentoring? Yeah. And from my understanding, um, I think the last time I heard there was like 150 kids on the waiting list, um, the oh. majority of which were boys. Boys need mentors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 
men of color need to step up and mentor these boys because a lot of them are children of color. We yeah. need to step so up for our says. children. Um, yeah, yeah. Our future, that's what's up. Yes, yeah. they Be are. Taking care of us. Um, Teach them now so we don't have to save them later. Yeah, and with that being said, um, Big Brothers Big Sisters of America actually reached out to me and they saw what I've been doing on Instagram with the Vonti and um, they're going to let us for um, in lieu of uh, National Mentor Month, which is this the month of January. So, they're going to okay. let us do an Instagram takeover which we're very, very excited about. Hell yeah. So that'll be now, the, now um, you. thank you. That'll be the week of uh, MLK week. Um, so the week Ta- of the 20th, Ta- yes. we'll be taking over their Instagram. So if any of you guys want to follow, it's BBBS America. And we'll be taking over their Instagram and nice. sharing uh, what we got going on and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, there's the, you're going to fall in love with her smile. She's just yeah freaking awesome right on. and if anybody is interested in getting more information i just found their website which is uh triple b so bbbs dot org um and basically everything that vanessa was saying here it, it gives you a written excuse me a written summary of how to volunteer what the program's about how to get involved or you can also um uh you can also recommend a child so enroll yeah. a child excuse awesome. me yeah that's pretty tight so, yeah, really. well, the reason why, you know, well, I'm honored that you came. Glad that you came. Very glad well. that we connected. Thank you, Thank um, you guys. Everything, main... what you guys are doing. Sorry, I don't mean to cut oh, you no, off, yeah. dude, but I just want to give you guys a Aww. shout out oh, yeah. <laughs> because like legit, I, I'm still trying to, you know, I'm still trying to, I'm learning about Sacramento, Sacktown. I'm, uh-huh. I'm finding like such a love for it. I'm still trying to incorporate the word hella into my <laughs> hella, vocabulary. I'm working on it. Um, But what you guys are doing and how uh, you guys have created this platform and the passion that comes through. And like like I was telling you earlier, Mario, Mm -hmm. when um, I was listening to a couple of uh, of your episodes and I was like, man, I felt like I was just sitting down, you know, having coffee with you guys, just kind of listening to you guys talk about. (laughs) Yeah. And then just giving props and the love. Like, I'm like, hell yeah. This is the kind of community that I want to be part of. There you go. That's that's You're stuck with us now. Family now. That's how it works. Um, I think, like, I just, you know, again, honored to have you here. And I've always wanted to have someone that was in in some kind of way involved with law enforcement. Um, I think what you do is extremely commendable. Uh, especially being a woman, a woman of color, and Absolutely. what you're doing now outside of your work and using your own platform to make a difference. It's essentially what we're trying to do. Um, you know, make a difference, change a little bit of the two blocks we occupy, you know what I mean? Amen. And hopefully it'll trickle Amen. down. Be the change. Um, yeah, man. And so it was really dope having you. And uh, hopefully we could do some stuff together and have some things going on so yeah, we could all work together to make this an even bigger community you know, make a bigger difference um, but with that being said Sacramento if you have any questions complaints anything we need to what? have a uh, comment section somebody told me we need to post something on Instagram like mm-hmm. episode like 32 you know uh-huh. and then this is what we talked about and let yeah. everybody comment on it all right. so that's coming guys that's coming it's happening <laughs> it's, it's happening we always plan something and that's well, what it was it's happening <laughs> and so you know you can reach out to us on our Instagram that is we are Sacramento 916 and our email that is we are Sacramento 2019 at gmail.com and you know we got a website and it's we are Sacramento 916.com and we are Sacramento, Sacramento. Peace Bye. Shout out. <laughs>